This is episode 92 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacey. I'm Ted. He's Wacey. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. We uh, still can't believe that you actually listened, but we... Uh, we 92. Hell of a year, man. Hey, look at that. Wacey's birthday episode. Birthday How does it pod. feel? How does it feel to make mm. it to uh, the 90th, uh, 92nd? It actually yeah. blows my mind that we made it this far. Yeah. It's kind of good. Yeah. It? And it's just like, it feels like this is only the beginning too. That there's so much. We got lots, we got lots on the go. We, uh, there's some cool stuff coming up, hopefully, if things work yeah. out. So I think there, we can, this is just the beginning of cowboy shit. Of the cool shit. Of the, the cool, cool cowboy shit. shit. Cowboy shit? Yeah. yeah. It's true. I, I like that. That's how I, like I feel. Thinking, Wacy. Mm-hmm. We got a, Wacy put together a uh, pretty cool agreement or something we could say, I guess. What do you say? I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm like Can a partner, partner, like a, like a, yeah, like a partnership with a, yeah. a local brand who yeah. aligns really well with what we do here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really fun. I think we're going to have some fun with it. It's, it's good timing. Peak, like summer's coming around. Yeah. Weather's exactly. getting nicer. People are going to want to be outside having, having some fun. So I think this is really good timing for us and for our new partners. And we can't Pretty wait to idea. share. Can't I'm, wait excited. To, I'm excited I'm to start, say, yeah. start putting out some content with it. Cause I think we can have a lot of fun with it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. So stay tuned. Stay to tuned. Social folks. channels. Um, on that same note, it feels like it almost is summer, right? Like you're talking oh, about right time of the year. I got shorts on right now. Yeah, me too. But you can't see me. But it's shorts. <laughs> they're not. I'm and I'm sorry, Wrangler. They're not Wrangler shorts. But yeah. it could be a thing. Yeah, I wore pants the other day. Not today though. But um, anyways. Yeah. Uh, I think our first thing we got to do is talk about a little bit of playoffs right now. We're recording right now. And it's uh, game seven of the Montreal-Toronto series, last series of the first round. So we'll, uh, I guess we better start with that. Oh, Wacey, you did not, you did not win that one. You said, what you one? said uh, Montreal in six. I said Montreal in seven. Oh, you might win. I that's might good win for that you, man. Still. Nice, nice. Dang, that's. I don't even remember doing good that. Good pick actually, by you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Minnesota. Man, how, how awesome has the hockey been? It's been so good. There's, I think, it's been quite good. I saw one stat. There's been like. 15 or 16 overtime periods in the first round hockey. Yeah. It's wild. You know, and for like, as a fan of Edmonton for how quickly they lost, it didn't seem like they lost. It was good hockey quickly. played. Good right? hockey like, played. It was one goal games, every game, except the first one, which minus when they're up three, one in that one game too. Hey, that, yeah, but it was still, but it was still one goal game. It still ended up. <laughs> I know, in overtime, I know. Right? They should have won that one. And it would have been giving a, you a hard time game changer, but like still, for losing four nothing, like it was still a close series. Like it could have yeah. went, it really could have went either way. Oh yeah, it's a good one. One bounce but, went other way or whatever, right? Okay, but like, anyways, Minnesota <laughs> Vegas, um, Vegas won the series in seven games. Seven games. I got that one exactly, Wacy. You said Minnesota you. in six. Did it good. Okay, you said hockey. You said Florida in seven. <laughs> They're out. That was oh. not the case. I said Tampa Bay in six, and that's what it was too, wasn't it? I think it's five or it six. Five? Yeah, I gotta go back and look at this. Maybe. Sorry about you win like a prize. And I don't know. We should have put some money on it. I guess. Eh? Um. Okay. Gonna go back here a little ways. But like we're pretty. Uh, I think we're pretty close on a couple of those. They should be. It's either five or six for Florida. And- uh, Carolina won four two. I got that one. Carolina won. Holy shit! I got that one right on too. You said, you said Nashville. I said Carolina in six. Jeez, lucking out on these. Tampa Bay won four two. Got that one bang on. Jeez. Jesus. I wonder if I put these on something. That's funny though that we both bet Edmonton, and we didn't um, get either. They of really them. let us down. 
Uh, I, I don't know what I did here. I put us, I put us both, I put you down for, I put two W's down on Colorado for five and four. So one of us got it right. I think I went five, or I think I, I went four, you went five. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, you, you picked the sweep. And also you were right. You were right on that. that Jesus. Damn. What about Boston and uh, uh, New York? The Caps. New York, Pittsburgh. Uh, I had New York in six. Holy shit. Wow. This is some. You said Pittsburgh in seven. Wow. Um, Crikey. Then Boston. Uh, the, that one wasn't right, though, because Boston wiped them 4 1. And I said Boston in seven. Still got Boston had, right, though. I had Boston right. Man, he's man. Good job, good picking, dude. One, two, three, four, five of eight. That's pretty good, eh? And could get could get six of eight if Montreal wins tonight. (laughs) Tonight, yeah, geez. That was some good guessing. Good lucky guessing. Good guessing for you, man. That's awesome. I guess I guess we should do the second round now, though, shouldn't we? Mm, Yeah. Quickly. I know it's a lot of hockey off the top for cowboy shit, but we like hockey, so people like hockey. We can talk about whatever we want. It's our podcast. (laughs) Let's do a quick here for all the hockey fans out there. Ooh, I got. I got. It's kind of tough because it's already started, but. I'll let you go first because I kicked your ass in the first Tampa round. over Carolina. So TBL games. Uh, versus Carolina. And so uh, Tampa Bay in six, Wacey? Yeah, yeah. Wacey, and I'm going to say six. I'm gonna say, and I'm going to go Tampa Bay as well, but I'm going to go like five. That and then I'm going to go word. Boston over New York in five games. Uh, Boston, Wacey says five. I'm going to say, uh, uh, sorry, Felisco. I'm going to go for a sweep on this one. He couldn't be right there again. And then Colorado versus Vegas. Yeah, Colorado in six. Uh Wacey says six. Ted says I'm going another sweep, man. After that seven one victory last night. Mm, I wouldn't put a, too much stock in that. Flurry's gonna be back. Yeah, He's that's true. But Colorado's yeah. just so good. I'm going Colorado. Anyways, uh Winnipeg versus Montreal or Toronto. I don't know. I think Winnipeg's gonna, gonna win either that series. So it's gonna be Winnipeg in in six, whatever series do they play? And they have a bunch of rest. Man, whoever that whoever wins that series oh, gets to play Colorado. So what's the point? A tough one. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get <laughs> the Canadian roasted, team is, whoever they? ends up playing. Yeah, whoever ends up playing Colorado. Is that how it works now, though? Yeah, does it, it gets reseeded. You don't. No. Okay. So you no. say Winnipeg? Man, I guess I should cheer for Winnipeg after they beat Edmonton. Just to mess up the schedule, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. Winnipeg, we can't both go the same way every, every why not? Run, but why not? Okay, I'm gonna go Winnipeg in seven then. Yeah. Okay. Good match. Good rounds. I, I, uh, we should have bet on the first round. Apparently. I guess. Eh? Jeez. Hindsight is twenty. Bet on the Cup final. I'll okay. make a bet with you. Okay. Uh, what else? I've got uh, game seven. Yeah, Montreal, Toronto. We both think Montreal is gonna win, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy, but. I, I just uh, I'll bet on Carey Price any day. That's true. In that that's kind true. of scenario, he's pretty clutch. Well, then guy. if we're doing that, he probably will beat Winnipeg too. If you're going mm-hmm. hella buck versus that, yeah. but I think Winnipeg's got. I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. We better quit. They had more time to all. rest and whatever. I don't know. That's yeah. tough to say, dude. I think I, they might get their heels off the bat though too after that long off. But like whoever wins out of this game, they're gonna play again Wednesday probably. We'll be back mm-hmm. Wednesday because they got to get on this. They're already behind. So ah, anyway, which is like this podcast is coming out, so people are gonna know. But anyways. Um, playoffs, Calgary, uh, the stampede, it's back. It's on back. Yeah. It's um, sweet, big announcement though. The Chuck wagon's not going to be part of this year's Calgary stampede GMC rangeland derby, not going to be mm-hmm. happening in 2021. Um, I guess I should go back to the press release on what they said, but, um, 
I got, I better get that right. Yeah. It's tough though. Like I, I can see why people are frustrated, but I also can see why it makes sense for it not to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, planning remains underway for Stampede experiences, including the rodeo midway, Elbow River camp, live music at Nashville North, the big four roadhouse, BMO market, Western showcase, agriculture showcases, competitions, and more. Given the context of the past year, safety precautions lead up to planning efforts for the Stampede 21. Our annual celebration will be a bit different this year as a result of pandemic-related impacts on the 2020 and 2021 chuck wagon racing season across Western Canada. Stampede will not be able to present the Rangeland Derby as part of the 2021 evening show. We look forward to the thunder and thrill of the chuck wagon races returning in 2022. The grandstand show was supposed to feature Paul Brandt, but his, but he will not, but his performance will not be able to take place as planned. As a result, the Stampede will be presenting a reimagined evening show this year. And instead, hmm. uh, we just saw it today, actually, it's going to be Bronx After Dark. It's going to be part of the evening show, it looks like. Right, 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 right. So I uh, got a few different things. Yeah, the Young Canadians, competitive rodeo, live music, high-energy Western events. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting to see what they come up with. Um, yeah. I do have to say I'm a little bit disappointed in some of our friends from the <coughs> truck wagon racing business calling out some of our, you know, friends on the side of the calgary stampede i don't think that's really a good move no. on their behalf i'm, I'm okay, sad like to if, see it, that if anybody's gonna be fighting for those for the chuck wagons to be go to go it's, it's gonna be those calgary. people right yeah. like you know what 100%. i mean so it's gonna be it's, the, it's i think there's more logistics that need to be considered for why they're not having it this year than people are thinking about well and and i mean you know there's i i would I don't want to offend anyone on the chuck wagon side of things. And I don't want to offend anyone at the stampede. I don't want to, I want to kind of stay in the middle. I can see on both sides why they couldn't, I can see on the stampede side why they couldn't do it. And I can see why on the, on the chuck wagon side, why people would be upset. Yeah, of course. Um, I understand what, yeah, exactly. It's a good way to put it. Right. So I, like I, I get both, I get both sides there on the stampede side. Uh, well, just looking at it from, from where I'm at, I, I don't really have any ties to either one. Honestly, we're kind of in the middle of it really i work for calgary i work with the chuck wagon side of things like kind of i I, i'm kind of uh neutral at this i want to say but i'm disappointed that the stampede or that the the some of the chuck wagon drivers are taking it to a point where they're saying they can't go without calgary i know that the money isn't isn't as great without calgary but i don't think that uh, on the chuck wagon side of things that people should be complaining that they don't get to make a living because of something else it's it's a choice that they get to be chuck wagon race in the chuck wagon racing business and mm-hmm. calgary can choose to have chuck wagons or not they don't mm-hmm. have to do it they don't owe the chuck wagon racing community to have chuck wagon races it's not calgary stampede is in the is in the entertainment business and they're in um they are their own event they don't owe it to anybody i'm sorry to the chuck wagon racing community on that side of it but they don't owe you anything guys like they don't need chuck wagon racing as much as Chuck wagon racing might need Calgary, but, but the stampede doesn't, doesn't need it as much as, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how, how else to say it, but, um, I think it, I'm disappointed that there's an attack going on in some capacity that, that, that the Chuck wagon racing fans and some of the community thinks that they are owed it to them. It seems like some of the stuff I saw, it looked like they were owed to it. I was like, Whoa, guys, like mm-hmm. it's a privilege to be there. And, and, it's not, I don't think it's very fair to call out, personally call people out over, uh, over not having an event that, you know, if, if you guys wanted to be prepared, 
then maybe there should have been more of a plan on the chuck wagon racing side of things to be racing already in some capacity even if it was for no fans like saying hey calgary like we're ready we've got this you know we've been racing every week we're having competitive races you know in an unmarked area with no fans like we're we're ready we're you know we're not waiting on you guys to tell us ready to go we're ready when you call we'll be ready it's instead of like oh we'll, we'll just be here and you know exercise our horses and be ready for calgary where they you can't show up and be that be the first one that's that's kind of part of what i think it comes down to is like that's what's going to happen with the rodeo too though well, but the uh, rodeo side of things, the uh, there there probably will be some U.S. contestants still in some capacity. I think I could be wrong, but I think there will still be some U.S. component from people that are going. But otherwise, yeah, like I saw today, the Pinocchio Stampede uh, is going with a thousand dollar added pr- performance uh, or thousand dollar added rodeo that may change based on the restrictions and what they can have for a crowd. So they're you know it's a bit of a start and you know mm-hmm. guys can kind of do a little bit but what I, but yeah it's a good point ways like the, 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 the question i want to ask you is is like what do you think the response from the rodeo community would have been had it the, the coin been flipped like if it was the, the rodeo getting axed and not the wagons like what do you i i personally i feel it would be the same kind of thing yeah i agree and i think i would have the same uh i would have the same argument um that yeah the stampede doesn't owe anybody in the business anything um, it's like, we still don't have word on like they're planning a CFR, but there's no official word that we're going to have a CFR this year either. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not on the, that there, you know, what it comes down to too, is that there are a couple people in the business in Canada that rodeo for a living. Um, you know, it'd be like Zeke Thurston is one, um, a couple of our American, like, you know, Levi Simpson, Colton Smith, um, who else Scott Ginsner, but he ranches at home too. So does Zeke. There are not a lot of people in our business, honestly, that make their sole living from rodeo. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has something else because we kind of have to anyways. So yeah, Calgary doesn't owe anybody anything, I think is what it comes down to. And, you know, call me out, call me up, give me your opinion. I, I'm, uh, I don't think those guys owe us anything. That's, that's what no, I think it sure. comes down to. Yeah. Well, and just, and just, and just like, and I, I too, even, in the entertainment yeah. business, right? They like, have to, yeah. And they feel like that's the best way for them. Like, cause the I news that people... hasn't come out yet either is the prize money. Like uh, how does, mm-hmm. how does the prize money at the rodeo stay the same with less people in the stands? Uh, less you know, people in the stands and uh, a full, like almost two years of no probably. revenue on, on the, yeah. on park. How do right? they like, pay the same? How do they have a hundred thousand dollar payouts? That's still? the thing. Like the, I think people are easy to forget. Like the stampede lost $30 million last year. Yeah. And they're yeah, not they're for profit. They're not. They're not for profit, right? Like they're not. They. They. The, what they do on park generates their revenue for everything else, right? Like they're not yep. making money all the time. So I mean, I think people need to take that into account and just be thankful that there is some sort of stampede that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Some like, events are starting to come. It's back a step too. in the right direction. So I mean, it may not be how we envisioned it and whatever. And but I mean, it's a step again. It's a step in the right direction for the sport and getting things back back on back happening, right? Mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent um we better wrap this up uh this first part of the show up though thanks again uh Wacey. that was i thought that was a good conversation mm-hmm. yeah. See, you know i i'm not like again what i want to say i, I don't want to offend anybody on either side at calgary or at the chuck wagon side of things again you know on the other side of it i kind of was on the calgary side of part of that argument but but on the chuck wagon side i, I get it calgary's the you know the place where people make money so i get it, it it's terrible i think maybe like I kind of said, the only thing I could have changed is maybe you guys had races 
uh, that was, it was find ways instead of like complaining about it, not happening, like find ways to pivot, like be, be the flexible, like, uh, but, but got, it should got, have been a while ago. Right. Like instead of, for, that's what I mean. That's what know, I mean though. And maybe, like, and maybe they've got fast one pulled too. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say with all the details, but just, yeah, we don't again, know. Like, I'm like going back to our conversation with Scott Davis, like so many people have had that mentality, especially in our community that this has been the detriment to the sport. It's been hard on it for sure. But like, look at the W, how the WCRA is approaching it. Look how Chad best is approaching it with his alpha bull stuff. Like this is a huge opportunity to change the way we do things. And mm-hmm by sitting there complaining that you're not getting that you're getting the short end of the stick. I, I get it, but and it sucks and frustrated, but like figure out, like figure out something, a, a new way of doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah, like 100%. just like, 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 like it's, it's rather than it's like adapt or die. Right. Like it's one of those things where you got to find ways to make it work or you're, if you just sit there and complain about it, it's not going to do any good for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Let's wrap up, up this segment. Uh, Again, this is this is Cowboy Shit episode 92. Be back with our guest Jake Gould after this. Thanks for listening, everybody. In the rodeo arena, I'll take my stand. I wanna be known as a rodeo man. I come flying from the shoot with my spurs up high, shafts and boots reaching for the sky, spurring wild with my head thrown back. You'll ask who's that? Well, that's Burbank Jack. Okay, this is episode 92 of Cowboy Shit, Ted and Wasey. Our first uh, live on location show in when? Since when? Since it's weird, man. Well, we did. We've been Robert Bowers in the summertime last year. When it was still like kind of frowned upon to get together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> here we are. We're Jake back. Jake Gold's Beat Laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the garage. And our guest this week is the three time Wrangler NFR qualifier. Got it. Three NFR back numbers? Uh, not on here, no. Oh, they're, they're probably framed inside. Yeah. So we got three times the NFR, three-time Canadian champion, four if you include the, uh, the novice deal. in the uh, back in 07. Yep. And then what else? Three-time Canadian champion, Cloverdale champion, Cloverdale champ. Rodeo Houston champion. What else, Jake? We got a whole There's bunch of... Oh, that pretty there. much sums her up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even Basically, know how many times like you've a been living to the legend Canadian in Canadian bareback riding. Yeah, essentially. The, and three consecutive Canadian titles between 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Uh, it seems good. <laughs> I'll take um, it. <laughs> and uh, yet another Vold from Pinoka. Yeah. Originally, and now living down here by Carstairs, just like we talked about, eight miles west of uh, of Brett Manya. They're pretty much neighbors. Is Jake Vold, as we've said a couple times? Welcome I, to the I show. Have a, I have a quick question. Like, it's a question to start it off with. Okay. Do it. Sorry, I'm going. We're going right into it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah like, so have you, like, have like being a vold. Like, do you ever do you ever feel any pressure to be successful in rodeo, or is it kind of just one of those things where it just uh, happens? You know what? Honestly, I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud to be a vold. I, uh, there's a lot of heritage behind our name and um, a lot of history, um, especially in the rodeo world, but the cattle world too. And and um, yeah, you know, I I guess Pinoka. I always feel a lot of pressure. Doesn't matter being really yeah. who you are. <laughs> There's just there's a lot of great cowboys out of there and stuff, but uh, no, you know I I don't I I'm proud of who I am and and uh, where I come from. So that was one thing that I had written down was Pinoka. How many times you won that thing now? At least three, right? Uh, I won the showdown twice and I've won the average there four times. Four times. Okay, so I was close. So Two and four is three. Con- but does winning the showdown out. constitute as the winner or does winning yeah. the average? Okay, okay. Yeah, showdown's the winner. Yeah. And the average is the leader going into the short round now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still one of the best formats in the whole country. 
It's it's one, and one of the first places besides Calgary to go to that kind of format. Actually, it's the only other one in the in the country, really, isn't it? It is the only one, yeah. Because even Cloverdale is a ten man short round to win the twenty thousand there, like, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. The showdown in Pinoca is always great. I've like, oh, only man. been there a few times like in my life, but it's always a, like a fun time to be in the vibes. Like, it's like Calgary vibes, like the big Sunday oh, showdown. Sure. Like, it's awesome. Yep. It, except this one's on usually on a Monday. Yeah. Quite often on the Monday holiday Monday. Monday. Yeah, or, usually, yeah. Yeah, or else it's the first, I guess. Depends on depends on the the dates or what. Cool thing about Pinoca too, it's like got those like like those big U.S. rodeo vibes, like the big grandstands mm-hmm. on either side. Yeah, like it kind of like, even like Falkland gives me those like Falkland's old school cool. like USA yeah. like yeah. really cool. But it's one of those, those few experiences we have in Canada that's a really like old school. Like when you think of a rodeo, that's what you think of. Hundred percent, man. And everyone's close, right? Like yeah. the crowd, the crowd's close. Everyone's right there. It's loud, good announcer, good music, good stock. It's always. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, it's an atmosphere you can't really explain until you've been there. Hey? Yeah. Like it's, oh, yeah. yeah. And been at, in that final round. You know, there's been, uh, well, I think you for sure won it on uh, on uh, special delivery, right? Yep. You, and you were like 91 and three quarters? Actually, I've never won the showdown on special. Um, oh, that was the average then, the short round then. Yeah, the 10 round, I've had them. Yeah, I had them once in the 10 round. Was 90, 190 or 91 on them there. Yeah. Um, and then the last time actually I was at Pinocchio, or not second last time, so what was that? COVID, it messes everything up. 18 <laughs> probably. 18, yeah. Exist. Yeah, uh, I was 91 and a half on him there, and, or 91, and Richie was 91 and a half, I think, on Virgil. And, oh, okay, and okay. There, yeah. He uh, did bed me down there one year, too. He, really? like, two jumped me up. It's, son, uh, son of a I don't bring that up very often, but he, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you buy tickets in the beef raffle? Every year, oh, yeah. yeah. I already got my tickets. Yeah. I got have them last year. No, never have. <laughs> haven't even been drawn for the early so bird we'll, draw. We'll, how would how would like how would you rate that with winning the event like in the bareback riding compared to winning the beef raffle? Like how high up there would that rank? <laughs> <laughs> you could be. Well, I'll tell you which one pays more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh that's man. Fair. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about. Uh, let's go right off off the bat here and talk about some of the special horses. Throughout your career, I think one's got to be Virgil. Special's got to be one too, for sure. Um, Probably not spilled perfume. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think I've been on that horse five times. I've got her twisted three times. Yeah. Um, What's your highest score on her? You did have a big one on. Oh, 87? Okay. Yeah, I actually had her twice at the NFR, and she, uh, I won actually some pretty good money on her there. She was good. Um, you know, and honestly, that horse is scary, but she's not as scary as you think. There's a lot okay. worse ones out there, but she's hard to ride. But if you're in the right spot, it's probably easier. It's yeah, definitely. Okay, that doesn't. Yeah, that's with everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. If you're, if you're doing everything right, yeah, it's easy. gonna be easy. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but no, she's definitely a handful. Um, I wouldn't put her as my favorite though. I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But so favorite then? What's favorite? Favorite. Um, you know another horse I really like come from scratch when they're Mucho De Niro. Oh Mucho. yes. Yeah. Nice. Mucho. That and horse then, man. He's a big piece of iron. He's just a yeah. fire breathing dragon. He's just a pop. Like he's just. Yeah, one of those horses like Virgil. We were talking like kind of off air, where it's like the longevity of their career. Like I remember seeing Mucho Dinero when he was a colt at the CCA rodeos, and he still like once he went pro, like he had a ton of like like success. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Virgil for the size of him, you know, he's he's done pretty good. But that's they've they've taken pretty decent care of him, you know, too, and and uh, they figured out how to you know keep his minimum trips and things like Mm -hmm. that. And uh, you know, the horse is always in good shape, right? Mm -hmm. They never let him get down or nothing or too heavy, so. That's uh, that's why he's lasted. Um, first time I was ever ninety on a horse was Stampede Warrior, Calgary. Yep. It's a Bronc now, but uh, yep. that was a hell of a bareback too. And was that at Pinoca? <clears throat> yep. You won Pinoca. That was the first time I won Pinoca. Yeah. yeah, but like probably fourteen or something. Mm, yeah, or would it be back further even more? Thir- thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, because I tore my elbow out 
the next weekend in Calgary, actually. Ugh, damn. Just, uh, yeah, stayed home for the rest of summer. So, um, what else, man? There's like Starburst of Kessler's, yeah. Um, Alley Trail. They've had some good. Another one, um, horse I've had some good success on is Oak Ridge. Okay. Kind of a newer one they brought around the last couple of years. So yeah. It's been really good. Um, Man, there's a ton. We're pretty spoiled in Canada. Hey? Like we, uh, yeah, yeah. True. we get a lot of good horses, good pickup men, and a lot of good bucking horses. So. Oh, yeah. Was there one like over the years that you really wanted to have a chance at? You never got a crack at? Yeah, uh, horse of Colin Pickett's from Texas. There uh, won horse of the year last year, top flight. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. thought that that's a big, big buck and mare, and I always thought that would like that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, that would suit my style, and that's the that's the one I never got to get on. Not yet. And did anyways, they? So. Yeah, not yet, because they haven't retired that horse yet. No. And you're not done either. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. I. Uh, it's funny. I guess you want to talk about that. I. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've had like a year and a half off. I guess. Yeah, um, haven't been on a horse. No. Yeah, Houston, in twenty. In twenty before. And were you there when they canceled it, or was it? No, you I got home competed? for about a week, I guess, and then oh, okay. the news got out and huh. the Chinese virus and everything. <laughs> Ravaged down, the world. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know what the world or the future holds for any of this, really. Um, yep. Hopefully Canada gets their shit together here and we can start doing some stuff. But be wonderful. Um, the only thing I can control, I just stay in shape and uh, when I'm ready to go, I'll be ready to go. So. And I uh, <laughs> wanted to ask you about uh, about the world title. Your best finish is second, and that was in 2016, the same year yep. that uh, Zeke and uh, Levi and, and Jeremy, Jeremy all yep. won. Yep. And you were second, but you were second by a long ways. Oh yeah, didn't like Tim 90, was yeah, yeah. Tim was way ahead, but yeah. he had a huge lead coming in. Yeah, he, he had like a hundred and some thousand dollar lead. Coming yeah, you in, had yeah. a better finals, but yeah. he just went to so many more rodeos and won so much more during the year. It was like a pretty huge hill to climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, it's I don't know. Like first of all, I love Vegas, and I've always went in there with the attitude of just to go there and fill my pockets. Like I've never yeah, really thought yeah. about, you know, I, I always thought if I was able to do that, then uh, uh, the cards lay, the cards play. Like that's, mm-hmm. and hopefully maybe by the end of it, a guy could come out on top. Um, but coming in with that lead that Tim had, or in the couple of years I was there that he had, um, you know, Carfax, Carfax, or you're not probably going to catch him. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's pretty much got to get X'd out the first round, and it's not going to happen, right? That's he's got to come completely out of it. But um, guy can come in there though and try to win that average, and that's what I tried to do. And uh, the fears are there. I think I won fourth, split second, third, and then the last year winning it and didn't get to finish it. But uh, yeah, eighth round wasn't there? Seventh round? Uh, eighth round, yeah. Eighth round, yeah. Canadian <laughs> night, and you blow your kneecap out. Yeah. Still on the average? No, no. It didn't oh, win sorry. it. No, sorry, couldn't yeah, compete no. the last oh, right, two right, rounds. Right. Yeah, and didn't get a score in the eighth round. Yeah, yeah. And you did you? I don't know where you finished, but anyways, but like you were really on a roll that one and had a chance to really do some damage, and yeah. then just got completely fucked over that horse. <laughs> I remember talking about. I remember talking about it, though, that night that it happened, and we were in, I don't know what was going on, but I think you came to, to the media room after and talked to somebody, or I maybe saw you after somewhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the hell, like, how, like, first off, how are you doing? And it was bad. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, we got talking, and, and that horse should have never been there. Like, that was some horse they, like, buried in the fucking re-ride pen or it something? Was, like, um, well, it, uh, how the story goes, he, um, um, when we did the call... We were short of a big eliminator. Okay. And that's how it was. And and uh, we're, we're scratching through in horses, and we thought we named a couple other horses, actually. And actually, two of them didn't have their count in. Contractors oh, messed up and oh, didn't get their count. And oh. then, uh, oh. and then um, how it went, I can't remember who brought it up. I think it was Ty Brewer, actually, and said his brother Casey was still riding. And, and he's like, well, Casey got on this, this Redigo horse 
whatever this summer, and he said, "Boy, he's a fucking son of a gun." And we're all kind really? of well. Mm-hmm. I guess no one, <laughs> no one knows, right? Anything other than that. So nobody had seen the horse. No, so they ended up taking him, and then, uh, and then yeah, I draw him that round, and and everyone there, nobody knew what he was, right? And uh, but actually, truth be told, um, it was it was a weird deal. It was it was just one of them things. I kind of had a funny feeling all day. Um, so Kelly Wardell runs the neck ropes there, and uh, and he always comes in usually about when we're taping up. And kind of talks, and, and uh, if somebody's got a bad one or whatever, he'll come in and, and sit beside you and tell you what you got to do or, or whatever, what they're going to do. So he come to me, and I'm sitting there taping up, and he goes, uh, he said, Jake, he said, kind of sounds like you got a bad cat. And I said, oh, okay. I said, well, what the hell? He said, well, we're, we're, we're tying them in, we're tailing them, and then we're going to run one through the halter, too, on the ring. Neck rope. Damn. Jesus, he must be kind of a smashing <laughs> bugger, eh? And he's Jeez. like, well, I, I guess. Like, he's kind <laughs> of culty and stuff, so. And like, how old was this horse? Um, I don't know. He he definitely old enough. But okay. Um, anyway, so being later on down the list, I had to throw my rigging on in the back alley, and I'm thinking, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I, you know, in Vegas, like it's you, you know, have things to. happen, like things <laughs> yeah. are going. So <laughs> you have to, yeah. yeah. And I've always considered myself pretty good horseman, especially around bucking horses mm-hmm. and stuff too, and and, um, and that's definitely helped me in my career too. But um, um, I get that sucker, get him petted down. He's calm he's he ain't doing anything he's just staring forward he, he isn't doing anything get my rigging on there i'm like well gee you're not that bad like <laughs> you're fine get in the bucket shoot pull him down get on doesn't even move move like not a nothing. muscle they crack that gate and he throws himself and <laughs> and uh it was just it was it was it sucked it was a, such a shitty deal um and he purposely did it you can, i've watched that video quite a few times like there was just that horse is not right and he, he did that on purpose mm-hmm. and um hmm. But, you know, when a guy looks back, though, too, it, you know, it could have been a lot worse as hard as he threw himself. So I, I guess come out of there still alive and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and good to go. But um, it was funny. Well, not funny, but at the end of the 10 days, because I was still getting around on crutches there. So I was sitting down there and. Um, you stayed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the shoot bosses come in there and he, uh, the young guy, Brent, and he said, uh, he's like, Jake, I feel terrible. And he sits down beside me and I said, uh, I said, what are you talking about, Brent? And he said, man, he said, that horse was just a complete idiot out back. And he said, but when we ro- loaded him that night before the perf, he said he'd come in 9-0 and smacked right into the slide. And he said, I think he kind of half knocked himself out. <laughs> but he said he stood up and he didn't really do anything. And he didn't cut himself. So he said, I never told anybody and we didn't pull him. Oh, no way. So oh. after I'm like, I'm, I just instantly got mad. And I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like, no way. <laughs> but same thing, too. You look at him; he was fine, right? So, yeah, yeah. So something, something. But to not say anything, there. though. Yeah, well, but yeah. it was just an all-around <laughs> oh, bad man. deal. But uh, it just, it just, uh, yeah. I, honest to God, it just wasn't meant to be. Well, tell me about how you didn't feel right all day. That's kind of wild too. Oh, I, I, is I that know, looking back, or was that like you woke up and you're like something's fucked up today? No, just the, the afternoon. It was just funny day. Just one of them. Uh, just, huh. uh, I guess uh, I'm a bit of an intuitive person, and. Uh, just, just one of them feeling. Just a weird. A guy knows, weird, like when you're not having your best day, like yeah, just you something's can, you off. Can tell, that's, yeah, that's you can just tell, like was, so. when it's just like, just like I'm not at my best today. And even like, hmm. like I, I've had nights like playing hockey or when I was riding bulls. You could just tell, like going into the night, it's like damn, so something, something is not. And you can't yeah. pick it up, but is you that, know there's something there. But that's where like I heard stories about Roger Lacasse. Like turned out he was at Calgary one day or Cheyenne or something. Like was it the Cheyenne story where he was winning the world like in a PRCA and he just 
was having a bad feeling that day and he pulled his rig really? and didn't get on. Like it was something like that. Yeah, I don't know. but I don't um, know the story, but I remember hearing he something He did about it up that. here one time with Chester. Oh, really? Yeah. With Chester? Was, yeah, he was hiding in the porta potty. He <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no shit. But it was pouring rain and he, yeah, he, well, I can't talk French, but he said, yeah, well, I am not getting on in the rain. So <laughs> <laughs> well, he stayed in the Gallup Esper. Huh. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I've heard that one a couple times. But um, yeah, I don't know. The guy just. Sometimes you, when you've been around it long enough, you, mm. you've seen everything. You just sometimes get a feeling, eh? And that, yeah, that was that. It was just a bad deal. Just wasn't meant to be. Um, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. So, and uh, so that was the last time you've been to the finals. Now, yep. Your last out at the NFR was that wreck. Yep. And that was in uh, 17. seventeen. And then it's been a minute. <laughs> and then so eighteen, nineteen were the last two full seasons, and. Uh, you didn't come back till what, like San Antonio or San Angelo the next spring? Um, or was it no, like May it or was, June? It was uh, July. July. Or it was uh, Wainwright. Wainwright. So in 2018. So yeah. So tell us about what. Tell the people like what happened with your knee that time. Like what what actually went down? Or was uh, there other stuff sure. too that kept you out? No, I, I tore the MPFL, so your medial patelliformal, um, and then. The end of my knee, like your kneecap's full of cartilage too, and a bunch of it broke off and then went underneath my kneecap. Ugh. So you don't need that ligament to to get around. Your kneecap will dislocate if mm-hmm. you're you're doing something physical, playing hockey or mm-hmm. a horse, whatever, right? But um, anyways, so but got in up here and and uh, fortunate enough got to go to Banff and see Doctor Heemster and, and oh, and she, she fixed uh, it. Okay, yeah, like, like like before Christmas. Yeah, it was like the twenty second or twenty third. She got yeah, in okay. and she was awesome, man. That that girl is amazing. Um, how many times has she fixed you up? Just once, <laughs> just once, but it was just, she's so cool. Like, like she's, you know, one of the most sought after surgeons, knee surgeons, probably Canada or North America, I would think, but, yeah. um, she's just so cool. Like mm-hmm. in the way she talks and she jokes around and stuff. And yeah, it just it's gonna make you feel good going into it. Like it you're does. And you just today. don't get that vibe lots of times from a no, doctor. Like, no, you know, never I've seen a couple of them and it's just a lot of them are pretty straight and narrow. Like I'd have been in a, in a hospital, in the Stetler hospital and they're just like, talking and not sure what to do with you it gets yeah. kind of sketchy but it's <laughs> yeah. nice being in like sitting safe hands it well and they don't better, understand right? what you do either right yeah. a lot of them so and she does so and she's, she's been doing it for like 15 20 years now right yeah, forever so yeah so she's yeah. uh no she was awesome she was uh she was funny because it with my deal I, I it had to get done like sooner than later yeah kind of within the next few days actually yeah. and she's uh she just i went and seen her on a consultation and she just she actually gave me her number and she's like um She's like, ah, oh, some retard will probably wreck out in the ski hill this weekend. I'm on call. She's like, I'll call you. And I literally got home that night and she called at six o'clock and she's like, Come get on, here man. tomorrow morning. That's eight. Awesome. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, no, it was good. Driving. But, uh, so then you came back in June of, of uh, 18 yeah, and didn't get a full year. Yeah. Um, Finished like 33rd in the world, I think, that year. Or something. Yeah. I went down and, and uh, I just wasn't really wanting rodeo that hard. I went, um, got back in with Caleb Bennett and, um, we went down, had a good, good fourth, good Calgary, um, and then um, what the heck? Oh, we went down to Cheyenne and all them rodeos down there. And I just, I had a goal. I was so far out of it. I was like, but if I can win like twenty, twenty-five thousand this week, and it was very doable with mm-hmm. with um, Pinocchio, with the Calgary, Cheyenne, Salt Lake, yeah, your Ogden, yeah. uh, Salinas, Napa, all that stuff. Eh? So, um, and I was like, then I'll if I can do that or get close to that, I'll keep going. Like that was yeah. kind of my plan or I'll just stay in Canada yeah. and, and I just, I wasn't quite right yet. Like I mean, he's okay. still hurt and I just wasn't quite ready to go yet. Um, 
But anyways, I ended up missing the horse out in Cheyenne, my second round to probably be 89 90 win the round it was just easy like, really it just it was a it was a weird call guy didn't throw the flag till about seven seconds on tape it's just a, it just had what? it was a bad yeah hmm. no one thought i missed him out it was i had to hold that sucker like what? like i can weld him to one and yeah. i had him welded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and turn your toes straight out yeah, man. yeah it yeah. was just a weird weird deal but anyways so that cost me I still had a good week won about ten thousand or nine thousand but i was just yeah, I just wasn't didn't have the mindset to get back huh. into it and go hard. So stayed up here and uh, and uh, yeah, I think I come in second or third in the season up here and just yeah. it was just fun. Yeah, just I, had a good year. Yeah, and uh, I think that you're one of the most efficient bareback riders around too. <laughs> if you if you look at yeah. the standings and you know you won second in the world in 2016, but you went to 35 rodeos or 37, mm. I think it was during the season. Mm-hmm. Was it 37? I can't remember. It was uh, under 40, I think, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first year I went, I went to 42. The second year was 35 or somewhere right there, yeah. 37. Isn't the, the minimum 35? No, there's no minimum. Oh, okay. So you went to 35, where meanwhile the guy, like like Tim, won it, and he probably went to 100. Yeah, I think or he 85. 88 or something like that. 88? Yeah. Right, like that's less that's than cool. half. And you were behind by 100,000, but like you were still second. You made a count where you, where you had right? to, though. Yeah. So, just, so that's why I say efficient. Yeah, because I think you're you, you know, you might not go to every single rodeo, but when you do go, you're you're making it count. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, and that's always been my my goal rodeo ever since I was younger. You know, it's uh, um, I get criticized for not rodeoing hard, but it's is one of them things. Like it's just I always just kind of tell myself like you just show up, kick ass, and go home. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. and uh, get on the ones show you know up. you can win on. <laughs> well, you prove you've proven that point though. Like three show up. titles, NFR three times. Like you've done doing a lot your of work. Win. Yeah, show up, do your work, get paid. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, exactly. But it's it's uh, funny and, and truth be told, actually, and I I uh, um, the reason I kind of got into that didn't help. You know, like your Davy Shields Jr. was like that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Dust of the Valley. And well, but if you look at Davy's like the money that he won when he went. They're, the guys that were winning and making the like making good money, they go to at least they go to one or every rodeo they go every rodeo they go to they make at least a thousand bucks. Like that yeah. was kind of the average, and where mm-hmm. you're more like yeah. twenty five hundred now, where things have gone up a bit. But like yeah, but that's kind of like what it comes down to is if you're not making like at least a thousand at every rodeo, you're not you're not making enough. Yeah, well, at I mean, that level. Yeah, and and like I used to have these talks with Dusty the Valley a couple of years of travel with him. Like and he was like that too, right? Big time, like. Had it all broke down, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Dusty had it all the figured right out, and what we what we needed to average, whatever, to <laughs> yeah. to not just to make a living. Yeah, you're gonna make a living. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just to qualify; it was to still make a living at the same time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't remember if I was. I read an article. It was in the Rodeo Canada paper, which, by the way, I probably Dwayne Erickson. Yeah, yeah. And it was an article on Glenn O'Neill, and uh, really? and this is years ago, and um, or Diane. It might have been Diane Finstad. Could have been, uh, yeah. One of them, anyways. I can't remember if I was riding novice or riding steers, but um, anyways, Glenn won season leader that year in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it would have been, oh, well, he won it in 02, won the world in 02. Was he season leader? Or 01. I forget one. Which one? I don't know. In there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in there. So. Anyways, but what he what the article come down to, he said he'd he'd uh, he'd won more money than he'd ever won in a season and competed at the least amount of rodeos he's ever competed at. And really? at that moment, I read that I was like, well, why did you have to do that your whole career to get to that point? Why can't <laughs> we, we just do it now? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. you obviously got to have confidence in your skill, and that comes later on. And even myself, like it, yeah, it don't just happen, no. right? Like God, I hit the ground more times than most, but <laughs> yeah. um, and and but that for some reason that always stuck with me. So I thought, well, why not just 
get on the ones you know you can win on, yeah. the good ones, and why yeah. go get on the junk? It's just it's a it's a painful event. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, you don't have a very long career. Yeah, you know you you really got to take care of yourself and. um yeah, why not? And then actually it was funny when a few years later, or well, I guess years later, when I was starting a rodeo and I think I was probably second, third year, Kelly Timmerman was up here quite a bit. And um, he actually jumped in. We went to Williams Lake together and uh, we stopped at the Caribou Steakhouse in uh, Vanderhoof, I think it was, or something. Got in the wine and we're just BSing <laughs> there. And he uh, he said that too. And he said, um, he's like, the thing about rodeo, and he said, and, and it could, because it's a judged event, he said, if you only get on good horses and make good spur rides, that's all you're ever known for. Build that reputation up that way. Yeah. Yeah. So at the same, so after hearing that too, I was like, well, that, that makes sense. Like a lot of guys didn't really know what they were doing, (laughs) but they, they, they were doing it. Some guys, right? Like your Davey and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and that's what I just took. And I'm like, well, break cuts. That's what I want to do. I'll save on my body. I got a plate in my arm from years ago. It sucks. Like it, it hurts every time. I was like, I don't want to beat the trail down and go to 100. I'll go to 30 and see if I can still win the same as the guys going to 100. So. Yeah, and you've proven that point. I, I tried to, yeah. yeah. I tried to, yeah. It's like when uh, when Alan in the hangover is counting cards in Vegas and all the numbers are flying out. That's Jake just like trying to figure out how he's going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> go. How can I go to less rodeos <laughs> with the most money? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a stats game in some ways, but yeah. It, uh, anyways, that's how I based my career off. It. And uh, like I've been ridiculed for it over the years. And everyone's like, Jesus, if I was you, I'd be going to more yeah. and more. And I thought, well, but you're not Why? me. You're not so, me. Yeah. You're not me. Exactly. And so how much did you have to pay in fines for turning out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I tried to get Dusty Valley the one year paying my fines. Because actually, that's the first year I traveled with them. Like, it, it, hadn't, it hadn't always been like that. I wanted yeah. to rodeo. I wanted to make the NFR. I wanted to. Yeah. And uh, we'd enter 70 and probably go to like 40, 50. 40, yeah. Yeah. 30 turnout fines. Because my... 500 a crack, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but over the years, yeah, I'd probably enter 65, go to 35, 40. So you're, you're paying some fines, too. Yeah. But you know what? Um, but Bobby Moat out. did that one year, too. The year he got wrecked out there by wreck, or, um, that rapper Margie. Oh, yeah. Calgary Horse. Yeah. Was it that year? Or the year after? But he was really battling... No, it was the year after. He was really battling like a sports journey or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he entered like 50 and he went to 19 or 20 and made the NFR. Whoa. Yeah. That's wow. wild. That's wild. Yeah. The guy's a machine, right? Like he, yeah, it's yeah. true. But um, yeah, that was, uh, huh. guys can do it, right? It's just, so, so how good of a feeling was it when you actually made the NFR going to that like volume of rodeos? Was it like, he's like, yeah, and that was in 14 myself. Was your first one, right? Yeah. 14. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, well, about a few weeks prior, you get the, you get the list of what every contestant how many they went yeah. to, right? And being the lowest guy on that list was pretty cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Of anybody in the whole business. Uh, yeah, the bareback riding anyways, yeah. yeah. I don't know about the rest, but yeah. Well, the Rough Stock events, like, those guys go to, like, so many rodeos. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, like, and they just put that cap in here, you know, not that yeah. long ago where it's 100, right? Like, when Kyle Bowers, a year, he just bought one season leader. I think he competed at, like, 120 rodeos. That's wild. Or Holy. That's guy's so a machine, well, and he'd yeah. still be doing it if he could. Like. <laughs> yeah. Part of the thing, too, with, uh, well, even with Donnie Gay, like, he out-rodeoed people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, nothing against his skill no, skill no, set, no. but, like, he went to win, and he went to, he got his yeah. pilot's license so he could go to more events. Yep. Right? Like, Mm-hmm. That that's kind of wild too to think out on the other side of it. Yep. Well, because not many Where, people take that approach. Like the only other person we've talked well, to that like Chad Bestplug was another guy who did yeah. the same kind of like was had to get an exemption, different scale to get to like, the finals. Yeah, just like it's, <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> to think enough. that like yeah. the yeah. Diff- way different people take the approach and the way well, how different it is and how it works for people. Right. Yep. Part of that too is the format and the structure of the sport 
where if we had a top tour where yourself and the other top 10 or 15 guys went every weekend, you don't have to go to 20 or 30 a year. Yep. That's all the ones you'd have to go to. You wouldn't have to beat yourself up. You go to one a week. And pay turnout yeah. fines. And yeah. you wouldn't have to pay turnout <laughs> yeah. fines, right? Like Hard on the bank account. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of it's the format. They've allowed people to go to more, yeah. which yep. is kind of an unfair advantage in some ways. In some ways, but in other ways, hair on them. When you're, yeah, a, when you're a young, hungry yeah. kid. like Yeah, uh, true. I didn't really get to get going until I was about 23, just with some injuries. But um, you see them guys on like Tilden Hoopers and stuff when they're younger. Like them guys, they just disappeared hard. for eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Casey was the same. A lot of them. A lot of them guys. Some mm. some still do, right? They uh, Yeah, true. They got a family and stuff and they still go to 90 rodeos. Like, dang. It's uh, I couldn't do that. It's tough. So did, what was that path like? Like you said, not starting till you're 23. Was it tough to get to? Was it like you battle like mentally to that point? Really like, oh, can I get this done? Yeah, or it like, was. It was. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I didn't really do it on purpose. I <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, I actually come home from from college from Montana there, and I went up to Grand Prairie, and I got on a horse. I probably shouldn't have went and got on, and I ended up just getting back door and broke my collarbone pretty yeah. bad. So I ended up taking. And you're like 21. Yeah. By the yeah. time in Bozeman, because you went to school at Olds first, then Bozeman. Yeah, I went to Olds for two years and then went to Bozeman. So, and then uh, yeah, it sucked. It was like three days before we were supposed to leave for the college finals, and we won oh, the region. And I was I was pretty excited to go to the college finals, and then oh, that yeah. happened. So, try and break into the furniture store with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, anyways, when I come back, but I I didn't. You know, you're young and dumb, and you don't really pay attention to your body or, or physically what you should be at. I just want to go. Just, I just want to go. So yeah. I come back, went to a couple and, uh, went to a couple and then went to Hannah and got on a horse called blue jeans, at John Duffy's. And, and I'd had her like years prior at a, a WRA rodeo or the finals or whatever. And, um, she's just real culty. Right. And she mm-hmm. ain't afraid to smash you. And, and, uh, sure as shit, she sat down, got on the neck rope and I had my hand in my rig and oh. snapped my arm. Fuck. Oh no. So that was, I was in a cast for a long time and, and that was one of them deals I got on, I think like six months later, five months later and my arm never healed and it broke again. <laughs> oh, so no. then I got surgery on it, they put plates in it and yeah. then I and now you're took 22. a year and a half off. Yeah. So you really didn't get to like a full season until you're 23. Yeah. So hmm. I got, uh, yeah, so I, it was uh, right before, what did we enter? Coulter Harden and I, Noodles. Noodles. <laughs> and we yes. entered the uh, BC run, I guess. So Falkland and yeah, uh, in Luxton. And yeah, huh. that's when we come back. I run up to Clem Lowry's. Yeah. And got on a couple runners in the practice pen, <laughs> went out there, and I cracked out Tar Baby. Oh, geez. Nice. And uh, uh, yeah, and it went on from there. It was a shitty year. Like, it was terrible. But yeah. finally got my shit together, come got the end of it, year. and got to make the CFR. So it was, yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, so I was 23. Like, it's already. Yeah, well, you're kind of yeah. ways yeah. into it already. I had a battle yeah. adversity, like, right early on in your career. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, <laughs> so the the first uh the first year you really get going you're 23 but let's go back a little ways because i remember at the high school rodeos because you're uh well you're 34 this year yeah and i guess i'm 31 so like my first year high school rodeos yeah you were on there just when you were finishing yep. i think but i remember like even then you were like toes straight out like you <laughs> rode like you you rode like just as good then as you do like you've obviously improved a little bit but you started off at a very high level um, from the beginning in the high school stuff. I guess yeah I uh I, I, I don't know I I couldn't ride anything then but I, <laughs> I had the I guess I had the feet or, yeah you know it was starting I it, t- it took some time to put it all together but uh um yeah I don't know I I guess and that's 
and actually when i was when i was hurt there that year and a half i i just about kind of packed her in you know went and really? got some got went and got with the, the, the patch two, and just got arms? some good money and and uh yeah i just yeah was and, that with uh, pipeworks no no that was uh before I pipeworks remember what that company okay. was um but realized that i i had to go try it like mm-hmm. i i still wanted i had some goals i wanted to accomplish stuff but um but yeah no i uh i don't know i guess i was fortunate enough with with my toes and my feet and um but david shields jr same way right and that that guy i've idolized him since day one like, yeah he's the best ever in my eyes and um and when then when i went on to college actually after high school i was very fortunate bill boyd was there and picking up and uh me and bill just hit her off like that mm-hmm. and um, i spent a lot of time at bill's place and handy guy yeah and yeah. best you know bill's got his ways about him but he's a uh, best teacher i've ever had or seen in my life and real goofy about it all too right but he'd always <laughs> he'd always even if you could just hit the dirt and he'd He'd come over and still make you feel good. Like yeah. there was, and then he'd, and then he'd drill you. Like, hmm. okay, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Like it was good. Like he, uh, huh. yeah. But, um, so I always thought I, if I could just kind of copy Davey and Bill, make my own styles a little bit out of that too, and, and go from there. And I, I, hmm. I thought if I could somehow master that, I'd have a pretty decent career. So, um, I want to go back even further. I was reading today, doing like, doing a little bit of research and, and saw something about you getting a real bad wreck when you were really young. What's the story there? Oh, um, in the steer riding, right? Steer riding, yeah. I actually come down to a Johansson brother steer riding school in Balzac. Yeah, and uh, Alan yeah, Gross just got this place probably. Yep, yeah. yeah, it was with all the like the bar scene or yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just got jerked over the front on one and, and uh, landed on my back and had a heifer just stepped on my guts and, and uh, oh. didn't think much of it. Um, um, yeah, we're actually gonna go home and daddy just he just pulled in and we ended up going i think it was the foothills or something like that or whatever mm-hmm. and um and yeah sat there for like i'll never forget this we sat there for like 10 hours oh, oh my god yeah it was go. forever because you look like a healthy young kid right mm-hmm. yeah i guess um anyways but because i was 10 the or weekend, 11 it's like was, saturday or sunday yeah and because i was 10 uh nine or ten um because i was a kid they just wanted to make sure i got a little bit more special care finally so actually they they shipped me off to the children's hospital did a ct oh. scan right away and here i'd severed my liver jesus holy shit so then it was mass chaos for a bit and they get me locked down and everything and then and 10 realized, hours later or 12 hours yeah later. so the doctor was i'll never forget, his name was dr tam uh he was pissed right off because like you'd die within an hour right if your liver's bleeding so holy fuck. and i was just kind of on the verge like it was pretty jesus. pretty sensitive so uh yeah, so that was experience right off the bat, right? Welcome to rodeo. <laughs> yeah, holy so. shit. It's like <laughs> one of those things like, where you learn if you really want to do it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Wow. So, uh, And that was like the first experience you had really rodeoing? Like the first school or had you already been involved? A that was my first first school. Like yeah. first time you got on a steer, you last year delivered just Well, not first time, I guess. First school. Oh, I'd, first been, school. I'd been getting on some. I wasn't very good at it, but Jeez. Uh, yeah. Wow. Throw you right yeah. to the wolves there. Well, there and there, there was a kid... Uh, Oh, I think it was Braden Chamberlain was the kid's name, and like uh, over by Spruce View or something, okay. had something happen like that at a little out of school over over there, like probably like I don't know early two thousands, early like oh two three four somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and had something similar happen. He died. The kid died. Yeah, from geez. something similar, right? Like so. There's been a couple unfortunate ones. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, no. It's it's anything though, right? You can it's when you're dealing with livestock, anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Jeez. 
But you see it, you can walk across the street and get hurt. It doesn't yeah, matter. Some of those you can get COVID and die. You can get COVID <laughs> anything, and die. Anything can happen. You only live All once, right. so you might as well. Yeah. Wait, it's you so funny. Like, I, like I work downtown Calgary now, and I tell people that I used to rodeo and stuff. They're like, "You're insane, man!" It's like, yeah. man, I would never go bungee jumping or skydiving. Like, <laughs> yeah. put, me on, put me on like bushwhackers, and I'd rather wait yeah. do that shit. Like, yeah. no chance, huh? Wait, so you had a couple? Uh, I think yeah, I'm I well, good for we kind of we, t- we touched on on like some of your the people you like kind of built your career off of. Is mm-hmm. there anybody else who had like a really strong influence on? Like for older guys, um, like I always liked the way Deb Green on road. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, there was another guy. He didn't quite quite set up like Davey, but toes out, fast feet. That guy was uh, he was a machine too. Um, yeah, just old Billy Boyd, like his grit, eh? like that. Nobody was as gritty as Bill, and, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, you know, honestly, Davey in my eyes was was the man, right? And, and uh, if Davey probably worked that a little harder, he probably would have had a better career. But for what he did do in the time he did it, like mm. when he was and, healthy. And like what do you mean? Like, did he not work out at all? Or did he not like go <laughs> at all? <laughs> no, I, don't I don't know. I, I don't he know. He would sit here and tell you what the hell's that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a, Davey, like, I remember like growing up watching him, like he always just had like kind of like a rock star vibe to him too. Like He did, yeah, he it, is. And he like yeah. at Calgary, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, Davey Shields Jr. And then obviously when he was yep. 94 and graded Coconut, that was 95. a huge thing. Or 95, but like still like <laughs> you see, he just always, he just seemed to have like that bit of like a rock star. Like yep. people knew who he well, was, especially in like the rodeo scene in Canada. Yeah. No, and Davey, he just don't give a shit right yeah that's just (laughs) his mentality and and, uh no but um yeah he wasn't you know davy but teaching though like davy was a little different like he just like why can't you do this squeeze your hand (laughs) i can do this why can't you hang on squeeze your hand and hang on right (laughs) like and that was that was just him but he uh no for guys that that rode like that like you can't you know casey feels them they're phenomenal right but um in my eyes davy's a guy that always stands out and i think it just is because of his his feet his toaster Mm. note and his fast feet and stuff when he had it and and uh and yeah and probably you know he's probably knocking mid 40s now but he <laughs> he probably could still do it i would think yeah he's he's pretty good at golf now like riding a bike he is a good golfer yeah so who are some of the guys that you travel with over the years that are your favorites to be around uh everybody I, you know i had a lot of fun traveling like yeah. it was uh i don't got too many like crazy wild stories or anything but uh um we only went to 30 rodeos a year so yeah yeah, starting out, it was me and Noodles, Coulter Harden. We went that first year man, together, and we were a good, good buddies. Yeah, man, that guy's, he's a beauty. Like, he's a one yeah. of a kind. And, and we lived together, actually, at Big Valley. So so we went together and then uh, jumped in with um, Matt Late and Alan Dosick, Logan Hudson a bit the first couple of years. And uh, when I started going south, Dusty LaValle. Um, and then, yeah, I got in with uh, um, Kyle Bowers. And the first year I went to the NFR, I was with Bowers. And uh, that was a pretty cool year. Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of near the end of his career. Yeah. And um, Colin Adams with us too, and uh, oh, Colin, Colin was definitely like Colin. Actually, Colin and I probably traveled together for probably five, six years. What's his? Is it Mucky or what? Mucky? What? Yeah, Mucky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, you ain't he's gonna meet a nicer dude. guy or better. Yeah. Oh, I like. He's a, I like Colin. Yeah. good shit. And a hell of a travel partner. And man, can he ride? Like he, yeah. He for could, sure, a little guy. He can really. He give could it ride. To him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but Bowers though was pretty cool. Like that that year, we we rode it pretty hard that winter. I think we took off for about six weeks and and went to quite a few and. and uh, we made every short round together, every single rodeo. So it was that'd be fun as hell. Hey, it was cool. Yeah, it was a neat, uh, neat experience. And and uh, and he helped me quite a bit. And we we definitely lock horns and disagree on things and have the odd little ditch fight or something. But he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple. Yeah. What was your who was your best uh, ditch fight? What was your best ditch ditch fight experience? Winning or losing? <laughs> yeah, I just want to hear what the what the best. Was it, did were. you? How was like how was ditch fighting, Colin? That'd be kind of like fighting the. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't get in too many ditch fights. Hotel, <laughs> hotel room fights, we know, you know, when you, especially oh, when you haven't seen guys in a while. I don't know what it was. And some of them, like Alan Dosick was the worst, like just an old boy. And if he'd come around there, new kid, you know, Al, he'd cock of the walk, right? And you just had to throw him down and try to choke him. Like, or he'd be trying to do it to you. And he'd torment you all night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? man. You, Bowers was the same. Where'd you guys stay when you're down there for like six weeks? Like, what do you hotels? Hotels? Yeah. Like no campers because it's winter no. time. Yeah. You don't we, yeah. Just we drove down it. in Bowers's soccer mom van, <laughs> and we uh, <laughs> we rode it for six weeks out of hotels. Yeah. No way. Yeah. It That'd actually be expensive sucked. for a while. Yeah, and it, it got eh? expensive. Yeah, but we were winning. It, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, actually, I guess. Actually, we had a hell of a winter. Him and I and, and Colin too, and. uh but yeah, it is better to go down there and have a place to go. I We'd guess actually, if you got three guys, though, you're thirty bucks a night for hotels. Yeah. Or it less. actually, you know, it not still horrible. wasn't that bad. You could still, you know, Priceline was still cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not I like guess. it's that long ago either. You just have, uh, not to have like a home base. Like that was like yeah. it's a nice thing. Like be able yeah. to come home, like reset if you're yeah. whatever. Even but I mean, now to like yeah. go have like a long term like VRBO or Airbnb or something like yeah. you could maybe get something cheaper. Yes, yeah. for sure. Maybe or, the first year I went down with Matt late. Um, we stayed out of Fort Worth there for a couple of weeks, and then uh, is that the lady lady that knew Glenn Keeley really well? Yeah. And what's her name again? Mm. I forget now. Ann Baby. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. But that was the, the place. Like yeah. everybody would go and everybody. stay with Ann. Like that was the That's sweet. Yeah. And she was up. She comes up here like pretty much every year to Glenn's bull riding. Nice. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Like I, I met yeah. her actually one time. Yeah. Like I had I had heard about this lady and she was at the damn. She'd be a cool person to talk to. Oh I, yeah, I bet. Because like I think like she'd probably have some stories. <laughs> <to tell. laughs> But I think like tough and like some of like the like the big guys used oh, to stay yeah. there like Ty Lane, Murray, like, Adrian Marais. Yeah, like they all would. Wow. That was like Robert Bowers. They're all on her wall. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like uh, Al Sewell here in Calgary for a while. He yep. had a place everybody yeah. stayed. Al at. was a great man. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and then we rode out to Arizona actually too. Hmm. We stayed over there. Nice. Oh, a lot of Canadians. Did Matt area. have a place or no? Who had a place? Uh, Matt uh, knew someone that had a place. Suitors did. Yeah. So oh yeah. Yeah, Lacey and Murray and yeah. Carry right, yeah. yeah. Oh so. yeah, but no, you just kind of, you just kind of hop around, around here and there. And, yeah. But um, what was it like going like down to the states for the first time? Were you like intimidated, or were you kind of raring to go? Or Man, like, I was raring to go. I couldn't wait, and we entered quite a bit. And I don't know what the hell it was. I, I just hit a string of luck, and I think I placed like nine out of a. 12 rodeos or 11 rodeos won a few like it was just crazy mm-hmm. like everywhere i went i drew a horse that had an nfr bumper sticker on his ass huh. like it was just and and this was only your second real full year right because it in yep. at 24 would have been would have been uh i guess it wouldn't been 2011 been, first year I went down yeah 11 yeah okay yeah. and then make your first finals a couple of years later yeah well actually it was yeah that you were year pretty close was, for a few years though yeah well i was fifth in the world then um and i went down to clovis california i didn't want to go it was one in of them April. things yeah, and broke yeah. my leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and that put yeah. me out a few months. And then I come back and... and um, Did you make Calgary? Or was it after Calgary? It's probably uh, after, after Calgary, eh? Yeah, I didn't come back till yeah. uh, Maple Creek. Oh, so late July. Okay, mm, so just yeah. missed Calgary. Yeah, mm. so I come back there. And I definitely did not listen to the doctor and did my own thing. and But it worked, like, and I come you back pretty early. And yeah, huh. things... It's, uh, it was the shits. I actually got kind of like a... So Davy Shields Jr. did the same thing, <laughs> you know, and he broke his leg. And then he got a kind of a half plastic cast made and we wore the same lace-up cowboy boots and and then oh, we really? put this casting on over <laughs> oh jeez. and uh, well we got by and um i remember the first rodeo i went to maple creek there and, and uh drew a stud horse firewater was his name and uh weatherly horse then right yeah 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 was so worried about this cast but jumped out and winning the rodeo and then i was like well it ain't that bad i guess and here we go so hmm. it was uh yeah it was a shitty deal but um no i, I don't know you sometimes 
you know, like I read Ty Murray's book years ago, and and uh, sometimes when you get hurt, you're just you're meant to be home, right? Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. that's just well, the shits, and it's hard to believe, I guess. But speaking of that, let's talk about like what it's been like the last little while here. You got the you got the new place, and you said uh, you bought it in May of nineteen, and moved in in September. You changed like you renovated the whole house. You got a yeah, we've been building a bunch of bike fence and stuff. Too. We've yeah. been uh, no wife and I have been busy here. Um, Sarah's been really busy the whole time too. You said yeah, you know, COVID down. really hasn't slowed her much down at yeah. all. So, um, yeah, it's been good. Last year sucked. I, I don't know. It just I was, I was pretty ticked off I, even after Calgary. Like when I hurt yeah. my knee there, I was I honestly come home here and I well we it wasn't even home yet, but I threw my rigging bag in the garage here and I didn't look at it for like six months. Like, still right just, over there. Yeah, <laughs> spurs are still pretty rusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then just just put this as the main idea what was going to happen that next year and uh, and and uh work towards this place. Um But yeah, no, honestly now like kind of getting back into her this winter and, and getting ready to see to see what kind of yeah, happens. Yeah. And God, I feel like I'm 25 again, honestly. Like I really? feel great. Yeah. Well, that's that's a pretty that cool time, yeah. Here. yeah. Extra time to just prepare and get dialed in. Yeah, and, and honestly just let a few hindering injuries just just heal properly yeah, yeah. and not uh yeah and and then get back out on a proper workout again and stuff and actually working with doug champion now and been with him probably about a few months i guess but uh, okay and that's richmond's brother right yep okay yeah cool guy so oh, right on um yeah at all i want to go back to some of the stories in the rodeo and in the states too what was the shittiest hotel you stayed in? <laughs> oh, there's some bad ones down there too. <laughs> uh, you, I, remember being, I remember being in Fallon, Nevada one time with that Silver State finals. Oh, yeah. I was with Clayton Hines and Corey mm-hmm. and we were, uh, I don't think, I think Susan and Amber hadn't got there yet. Like I think Corey and Clayton and I drove down there mm-hmm. and they like flew in later or something. I don't remember how it went, but we like Clayton and I were like sitting, he was on one bed, I was in the other and Corey was at the pool or like, I don't know what was happening. We were just hanging out one afternoon and we're at the Motel 6 in Fallon, and a fucking mouse ran between the beds. Oh. It, like, was underneath his bed and ran between mine. <laughs> and then we stayed in the horse trailer the rest of the week, and I got a tent. <laughs> we were like, fuck this place. We're out of that yeah, place. But you real. had to have some dingy ones yeah. in your experience. Oh, man. Traveling La Valley, like, like there was a rule. It was, like, two stars and under, hey? Like, it, was like, <laughs> it was, like, we didn't oh, spend no. more than, like, 40 bucks. Right? Oh, like, no. That Stabby thing, buds only. That's only from We stayed at a Red Creek. Lion, I remember, in... uh oh. was Red Bluff, I think. There's some it. good Red Lions in Montana. There's some good ones, yeah, but there's some bad ones, too. <laughs> oh, no. But that's not even the worst one. Honest to God, the worst one that I hated the most was... Uh, <laughs> we went to... Um, Caleb Bennett and I, we went to Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, And no. we didn't know... Is it the Indy 500 or whatever? Oh, is that yeah. There? Or it's something a, like that. No, no, Indy's in Indianapolis. Um, Daytona? Daytona, Daytona yeah, was Daytona, on. Yeah. So there, Daytona was on the same time. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think mutants there. We're be flat. Orlando or something? <laughs> Must have been Orlando's right there. Orlando, Daytona. Yeah. I think it's Orlando. It's only Orlando. It's up like near Panhandle, right? Yeah. 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 So anyways, though, there wasn't a freaking hotel room in the city. Like, And we're driving back and we had to fly out. I didn't fly out till like 2 o'clock the next day. Caleb had an early flight. We're going different directions, and um, did you at least have a rental car to like cruise around in? Or, like, no, we flew you? over there, and I, uh, a couple Broncos actually picked us up. But oh, then they God. were going to another like four hour south or something. So you're they were just going fucking to stuck in a shitty hotel. Yeah, so we oh, couldn't no. get a hotel because oh, no. of Daytona, and then all of a sudden a soup rate popped up, and I think it cost us like three hundred some bucks. Oh no! And it was it said it was a three star hotel, and I was like, whatever, buddy, like we're yeah, taking yeah, it, like yeah, yeah, that's us. Oh no! So we get there and. 
this place is a friggin' dive. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, no. a dive. So we get a key. We get there. $300 The, the beds US. weren't made. Nothing oh, like it was disgusting. No. And the oh, no. door on the lock, the lock door or whatever, it didn't work. Go in the bathroom and there was like 13 Blood cockroaches everywhere. running around Fuck. in there. It was disgusting. Oh, no. So we're pretty tired. Like, we didn't have nowhere else to stay. Yeah. So we stayed there. I remember I just kept my clothes on and took my hat off and crawled in the bed there and i was with bennett and he freaking stripped no. right down crawled under the sheets no, 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 whatever i'm gonna catch here tonight i ain't taking home like this is not <laughs> oh no that's brutal and all throughout the night i'll never forget like i didn't sleep at all because people tried to like get in your room what they'd freaking oh. bang on the door and all we had was the key lock right so you let the door would open and it would ching or it ever and wake you up and you're sitting there and i didn't have a knife or nothing like or Jesus. I was like, man, that's this how, is... That's how Florida Man story starts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Eh? Like, Florida Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a little bit... Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Another bad one, honestly, was... And I'm, I get sometimes times are tough or whatever and things, but the CFR one year, we got put up the Travel Lodge West in Edmonton. Oh, that's the place sucks. And it was Sketch terrible. It's gross. Yeah, it's it was gross. Like, and, like, there's two nice places north and south of there. There's, like, that Delta that's right yeah. two doors down, and there's, like... There's two nice hotels so yeah. close by. Yeah. I remember that, though. That was, like, probably 12 or 13 or something. Yeah, it was something like were that. Were you at the Bull Riders were there, too? Yeah, uh, no, they weren't there. Sports Med the was there riders. when we were there that year. But oh, I remember there was a few of us, actually. We just yeah. canceled the rooms and went and got our own rooms and yeah. paid for them. And yeah. It was disgusting. Like, it That's was... too uh, bad. Yeah. And you're, you're so excited, right, to go there and get a room or something. Yeah. And you yeah. just... You got to stay it's there. part of the experience, just, right? Yeah. yeah. A gross Well, the other two couple other events are over at the, the travel, fucking or at the Weston. river tree or the west oh, yeah man. yeah huh that's too bad and it's like a sponsor so you don't want to be you don't really want to be, be rude yeah that's right you don't want to be a dick about yeah. it but it uh but it's yeah. part of the dmf it's like part of the debt like the edmonton marketing fund and they have all these hotels to work with across the whole city they all pay into it oh, and yeah. you just I drew agree. into a travel lodge yeah that's right <laughs> not even a sweet travel lodge <laughs> yeah <laughs> the worst travel lodge, yeah. oh that's, dude, that's tough <laughs> yeah well, well, I don't know, that's about the yeah. One of the other g- gross ones I remember was we were in uh, Carndiff or Carryvale, like one of those little southeast towns. Oh, My yeah. dad's from Carryvale, but uh, I think the hotel's in Carndiff, and they have a little uh, like a hotel. Ho- they have a few places there, yeah. right? Like two places. You can stay at the hotel above the bar mm-hmm. that oh, has one yeah. bathroom and at the end of the hallway, sure, yeah. <laughs> or you can stay at the like the little like domes. Like a, They're like little igloo things. Yeah. Uh, I think it's in Carryvale. Yeah, I, Carndiff? I think it's Carndiff. Yeah. So. Yeah. My, my brother and I were there. It was like a family reunion or my grandma's birthday or like some kind of event like that. I forget what it was. We were probably like 10 or 12 or something. And it was so gross and so smelly in the hotel that we slept in the car because it was so gross. We just like, sucks. we put the seats down in the back of the car and put our legs in the trunk and slept in the freaking yeah. car. It was so gross. That's how we did it when we were steer, like steer riding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, first, my first rodeo rig was a Dodge Caravan with a futon mattress. Uh, so I took all the seats out of it and put a <laughs> futon mattress in the back of it. <laughs> that was awesome. Huh. One, of the, one of the worst hotels I stayed in was in, uh, not Hobbs, Portales, New Mexico. Oh, really? It was the first college rodeo of the weekend I was down there. Jeez. And there was like, it was just, it was one of the last rooms we got. It was like 60 bucks for the night. I can't remember what it was called, but like we get in there and like I remember just seeing cockroaches like crawling all around like the yeah. headboards of the God. bed and stuff. Actually, we stayed in one in New Mexico too. Yeah. Um, we were trying to get back Pretty to the San Antonio short round from, from Tucson. And it was just literally someone to lay your head for about four hours, I think. And it was Bowers and, and Colin and I and... Yeah, same sort of deal. We watched, a, we witnessed a vehicle get broke into in the parking lot. <laughs> we pulled in, and we're like, "This guy on a home. BMX bike," and off he goes. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, "You freaking kidding me, man!" Like, oh this man, is, yeah. 
Um, hmm. Yeah, actually, we got there, though, and we were the only ones there, but we I think we went through three rooms before we found a clean room. Jesus. We had kept coming back downstairs, and the guy's like, nah, that oh, room's no. quick. So we go it's up next door. how you can have a business like uh, that. Hey? Like, yeah. That makes no it sense was, to uh, me. Yeah. That's wild shit. I'll tell you, we didn't sleep. I know that. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, yeah, you go try to find somewhere to lay your head for a few hours, and you don't even sleep. It's like, what's the fucking what's point? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I got a couple more things. We're already uh, we're pretty 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 good uh, shape on time, but what does life look like for you after rodeo? I think I think your hat might have some of it. <laughs> yeah, the V three bison. Um, yeah, so my dad's got a buffalo feedlot there at Pinocchio, and, and uh, kind of a family deal. And that keeps us all pretty busy. Yeah. Um, and I start feeding some of my own critters. And um, are they here? No, up up, up there. there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then starting to move a little bit. Defense isn't look good meat. enough for yeah <laughs> barbed wire and cutters. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, nice a nice, it's a very nice looking fence, <laughs> but it's I don't nice think it's buffalo. Fence fence. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. seven feet tall, right? So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so started moving some of my own meat and just kind of d- playing with it this year and, and yeah. uh, see how it goes. And it's been good. Um, but there's no advertisement or nothing other really than other than some ball caps. So yeah, um, just playing with it, just kind of seeing okay. what the next couple of years look like with it and stuff, and uh, go from there. Um, there's a lot more of that now, though. Yeah, yeah. Like Direct I got in consumer. a store here in Carsters too, and selling some okay. selling some smokies and stuff, and a couple other stuff like the farm raised like that, stuff, man. Everybody yeah. wants locally, it. Yeah, locally yeah. grown. Like there's so much yeah. demand for that yeah. right now. And it's mm-hmm. good meat, right? Like you're, yeah, you're just yeah, yeah, good quality. It's, it's, anything. It's it doesn't leaner matter if you're too, right? With buffalo, it is. Yeah, yeah a lot leaner. less fat. Yeah, less fat. A lot more vitamins in it and stuff. And it's there's a lot of health benefits to eating bison actually but um, tell us about it tell us more <laughs> I, I don't i'm honestly i'm, I'm curious well just your know. lean meat and your ear just your cardiovascular cardiovascular system how it helps that um really it's good for heart disease if you have heart disease there's really? it's just all kind of brain function instead of all beef kinds of, yeah because just beef with the lean fattier? meat because it's f- so full of omega-3s mm-hmm. oh really bison so um huh. fish yeah the fish of the prairies fish <laughs> of the no, it's good. It's uh, <laughs> can't give you much oh, of a sales shit. pitch, I guess, but it's uh. I'm, no, I'm just curious. Good. I just don't yeah. know. So. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna buy some before we leave, That's though. Fun. Yeah. I'm gonna try some. Yeah. Try some more. I, I just don't out. know enough about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't cook it like salmon, Ted. <laughs> you need to cook a little more. Uh, yeah. Cook a little bit more in the salmon you make. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not much though. Huh. <laughs> so, be careful. So your dad, how long has he been in on that though? Oh, he's you know we've always had a feedlot there and and with our with our beef beef operation years ago, I guess, and then we kind of got out of it and then. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've probably had that going for last five, six years, I guess. Hmm. So it's been good. Um, and V three is you and your brother Rodi and and your dad uh, Lawrence. Y- y- yeah, kind but of? just me, just kind of my deal. So okay, yeah. Oh, so you're V three, and then and then they they have got their, their own, own stuff. Yeah, they're oh, their okay. own stuff. Yeah. Oh, so okay, yeah. Okay, competition. So how why is V three then for you? Is it you and Sarah and and Kinsey or yeah? Just yeah. I don't know. It just it just had a good sound to it. Actually, the okay. wife come up with it and uh, oh, just cool. had a good ring. So I like it. So yeah. I just run with it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no other than that, you know, and I I got cows out here and I got cows with some some guys out east and uh, uh, the buffalo and stuff and playing around. I might dabble a little bit in this movie stuff here too. Oh yeah. Have summer. you done any of it yet? Haven't haven't done any yet. And um, who you connect with on that? Like like uh, Turd and those guys? Or yeah, there's a whole bunch of guys. In the yeah. in the transportation side? Or would you be anywhere? Or what do you yeah, kind of anywhere, yeah. Anywhere? I just want to see. I haven't done hmm. it, so. It'd be cool to be like, part of that, like the back end of stuff. And some things yeah, you, you never know need. what the yeah. heck it could lead into. Right? Hmm. So, yeah. um, we'll see. Like I said, it's just kind of one of them this deals. this year yet? Uh, not yet. I think stuff starts coming out here in, in the Pretty June, soon? So, yeah. Okay. All right so on. we'll see what happens. But I was curious about it, though. Because you're 34... You're not gonna bear back. You're not gonna ride bareback horses till you're 50. Like no. In the next 10 years. 
or less, you're going to be moving on. So. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, you know, I always had kind of the oil patch stuff and reclamation was what I went to school for. Yeah, and olds. Um, you know, it's just, that's not looking real good for the future right now. So kind of been changing up pretty here the last couple of years and, and see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, pretty versatile. So yeah, uh, it'll work out. Okay. Yep. Um, wait, so you, have you got something? I, I got I one the, more the one, after this the one, for sure. One thing that's been burning me up, I don't know if this segues nicely in, but we, Ted and I did like a show each night at the NFR and we were pretty hard on the judging. And I wanted to ask like <laughs> someone who's an actual like like competitor in the in the horse events. We'd always notice there'd always be one judge who was like two or three points under, especially like on the horse or the spur ride. I was wondering, like, how, can you explain that a little bit, or do you disagree oh, with it? Or do you notice yeah. like some sort of trend? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely off last year, and I know there was a lot of issues with it, and it, and it brought up a lot of issues, not just with the Cowboys, but I think with the PRCA. Mm-hmm. Um, was it partially the size of the arena being way? Different? Well, I was just gonna say, like, it might have had something to do with that. Um, I don't even honestly don't even know who was judging there. I didn't yeah. pay that close attention to it. Yeah. Um, if they had a new guy in there or not. Um, but uh, in all honesty, too, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes either. No, they're, they're it's a tough place to be. Yeah, there. for sure. They're trying to keep it. But, yeah, it was off. It was uh, – and, like, there was some blatantly screwing going on. Yeah, like, it yeah. was it was bad. And some bad loadings, too. And it was uh, – it, um, it was like they had a few guys picked, and they were just trying to keep a race between them. Yeah. And, hmm. um, yeah. Is, is there, like, a strategy to, like, kind of combat that? Or, like, do you – like, is there – like how do you, like, you know, you, do you know, Jim Dunn told me that years ago. I was, I was younger, and I, I seen him somewhere, and, and uh, I was complaining about a judge or something like that. And he said, uh, he's like, you know, if you just, if you never give them the option to not mark you, mm-hmm. he's like, that's that's left in their hands, I guess. It goes so. back to the thirty rodeo theory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah huh. So, yeah. The so uh, moving forward this year, it's got to be a plan. You're not in the states. You don't have the intention. You've got a little kid here. You're not going to go rodeo down south this year. It's a CFR. Hopefully this year and the next year, kind of give her, give her again at yeah, 35. Is kind yeah, of the plan. we'll see. I, uh, you know, the last few years, age started kind of bugging me, and and just the way I felt. Honestly, I just felt old, like in a, yeah. <laughs> and I started telling myself that. And then honestly, God, this last year and a half off, I've like I'm getting back into it. I I feel as good as I felt in five six years. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't bug me anymore. Like I, okay. I could go till I'm forty. I don't know. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, I I don't know. Don't I don't know. know what the plan is. Uh, my wife and I are talking about it here. Maybe go end of the summer or in, end of July. Maybe head down for a bit. Just try to get some qualifications again. Yeah, I um, guess so. Eh? Kind of got to start from sure. scratch again. Hey, I, was, I was really hoping there'd be some stuff up here this year, and, and we'll see. But there's got to be a CFR too. Hmm. So there's got to be a, an end goal and insight for me right like it's got and you could get some qualifications here if there is that cfr and there is enough i think so if there's enough you could have enough here to get down there for the for january or i guess you could start going in october technically if you wanted to you go to a couple of the big ones and keep going but but is that to be an option like because i don't know know. yeah well i guess it looks like like we'll know more later and on here but they better make up their mind i guess yeah that's fair too um but that's is that the goal though like the last canadian to win the the world is in 1933. So where it was? Yeah, Nate Waldrum. He was from Strathmore. A year Strathmore, yeah. from yeah 1933 or 34, I think. So it's been a long time. But but is is that a goal before you're done, or are you, do you think it's maybe maybe past that? Is it more like you're going to go to the NFR again, kind of have a good couple finals? Or, yeah, you know, or is I, it a couple I, more uh, Canadians, or what is it? I I I couldn't even tell you, hmm. man. I I got some goals wrote down, and and it's yeah. um, I don't know if I'll rodeo hard enough to get to that. That okay. point winning the world. We'll see. 
Who knows? Yeah. Guy might get lucky. You could jump out Windy America yeah. in Houston. Yeah, you start rolling. And yeah, it's so different now. One of those things that gets hot, you just freaking rip it. Yeah. That was one um, year, one uh, one Houston and second of the American, and none of that counted. Eh? Like it that just, was when it didn't count. A, that could didn't be a count. That could have been the game, game changer. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So it. Um, well, because the American, what it was, uh, you won second, and won like twenty five grand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, won second or twice. Jeez. It's been uh, been close, but pretty sweet. We haven't talked uh, much about like highlights and lowlights of your career yet, and I want to talk about some of that. Like, what have been some of the highlights so far, in your opinion, on your side? Like, winning Canada. Was it the first, second, third time, fourth time? Um, or was it making the NFR? Was it winning the rounds, three rounds in a row at the NFR? What, what was yeah, it? Yeah, there. Uh, you know, that first time I won Canada, that was something. And, and I always had that goal of making, uh, making the NFR and winning Canada. That was yeah. like that was the major thing that I wanted to accomplish. And I, I accomplished it in one year, and I was, I, yeah. was, I was just stoked about it, right? Like, and then... Uh, um, but probably the third time I won Canada was probably one of the coolest. That's that's actually after that I'd, I'd set out. And in, in my eyes, a lot of the great Canadian bareback riders, a lot of them had three. Yeah. And uh, not taking anything away from a lot of other guys, but uh, a lot of guys had, they had or a handful of guys, they had three Canadian titles. And I was like, I, I want to be one of those guys. But, yeah. So to win three, and I didn't think I'd ever win three in a row. Um, Patrick. That was, uh, yeah, that was that was just, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but going to the NFR there, though, and, and – uh, Winning my first go around there, like that was that was wild. Like was it me, round? Was, what round was it? I forget um, now. Um, the heck was in it in fourteen? Because was four? Did we get to talk that night, or was I not um, there yet? I don't know if was I was there, doing it was that. Two thousand sixteen, round four, two thousand sixteen. So yeah, it was when my first year with the Wrangler guys. Yeah, you were there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Round four and sixteen, because the first night Jeremy and Levi won the round, and That's it was right. just totally surprised the no, shit out yeah. of everybody. Yeah. yeah, and then they yeah. just went on to just oh slaughter everybody. Yeah, and but like. On the last day, we didn't know anybody, either them or Zeke, was going to win. They, nope. you know, it was kind of came out of like they last each field needed a bit something still. to happen. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and it, it happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember like Jacobs Carly had to miss that horse out. Yeah, had to get no score, and sure shit, he missed that horse wow. out. And yeah, no, every, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? That's 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 so rodeo. Um, was it the victory lap or what was it with the NFR? I don't know what, what it was, was it for man? the win. The bright was lights, it Vegas, South, is like the like, South Point, or what was it? Vegas is just like uh there's just something about Vegas, man. Like it, yeah. it's uh, when you get there, you can, I can't even describe the feeling. Like you can just that first round too, and you can just the energy. Like, hey, the energy is yeah. unfreaking believable. Yeah. Like you can spur anything. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're crawling. You don't even <laughs> you even care what you're getting on. Like oh, you're just wired to spur. Like mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> it's just one of them deals. And you jump off and you're winning the round. And you're just like holy shit. And then they're telling you to get the hell out of the green. And yeah, <laughs> pick your shit up. Get out yeah. of here. Get out of here. We're gonna find your ass. Yeah, no fun. Much, yeah. Yeah. No fun is allowed in this N- NFR. No fun. Not not fun rodeo. Not a fun rodeo. Yeah, <laughs> well, I definitely hit that fine list a few times. Yeah. They're, uh, What's the worst fine you got? <laughs> not I bad. Love this. Not yeah. bad. Honestly, for me, not bad at all. Vegas, I get fined five rounds in a row for I couldn't get my hand out first year. So you only they get fine kitty corner. You, they fine you for keeping your hand in the fucking rigging too long at the NFR. If yeah, you you're only allowed. What's so you're allowed corner to corner. Fine, you've got. But sorry, so let's that finish the story uh, though. You're not. You're only allowed to, allowed to go a quarter of the way around the arena. Well, what? What you, yeah, you're about halfway, and then you got every hand out. And Jeez. I, what the fuck? there are three us. people in the announcer stand counting fines during the rodeo. Three people. Really? Yeah. I know three they put the list people. out in the change rooms every day, so you get to see like everybody. The best though was like Cody O. Like he just though when you he just was just fine, 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 fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what they do to him point? that time? I think the one year he won or he wore cinch. 
Oh when yeah. Before cinch, <laughs> you weren't allowed to wear cinch in the arena. We're not we're, weren't allowed to wear their logo. Yeah. You can wear their stuff. You can wear you their just clothing. Can't, you, you just, just can't have their wear logo. the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? Joe Frost, I remember he was like up to five, six thousand just for uh, just not being ready when we, called we upon. We had to talk about that one time, I think. About well, Joe, Joe Frost got Joe. fined for being in the fucking stands. Yeah, yeah. In the stands, they find it like because Boyd Paul Hamas. It was one of the years that he was producing it, mm-hmm. and Joe was in the in the stands, and they find him while he was in the stands. Was he like with his family or something too? Yeah, right? like yeah. with his wife. Really? Because he, he, like, apparently he was bl- being belligerent in the stands or something, and apparently he just, like, stood up and told Boyd, like, maybe he said, fuck you to Boyd or something over, <laughs> yeah. over like, something that happened to his brother. But it was something goofy, and they find him, and he was in the stands. Like, he's a member, but they find him, and wasn't he wasn't even, even like, competing. Wasn't even competing uh, at the finals. Yeah, good luck holding that one, yeah. So what was your what was your? I don't, I don't hear you have any bad ones. That was, uh, just your kid get your hand out quick enough. So what yeah. did they find you? How much? Well, she's 100 bucks around. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that not bad horrible. at all. Yeah, not stupid. at all. Uh, Tilden Hooper got Jeez. one one night. I think he all he did was they walked by the judges in the hallway or one judge or something like that, and he said, "Oh, I think it was like Tilden being Tilden, but he's like, oh, good judging tonight or good scoring tonight or something like that.' <laughs> Thousand bucks just piled. What? Come yeah. on. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I know and was some he guys fucking around? Good, was he that? joking or was he being like? Was he kind of oh, like no one told taking him. a jab yeah, at him? He's probably a sassy. Okay. Sassy. Taking a jab. Yeah. But. Yeah, oh, I can't remember all of them, but yeah, there was a there was definitely some pretty good ones. By the end of the week, you know, they double every time. Well, except the getting hand out. That's just it's 100, 100 bucks every time. It doesn't oh, matter. Okay. Yeah, everything else doubles. Huh. So you get fine if you get hung up. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, really? I think so. No pretty way. sure. Oh my god. No way. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's I could insane. be wrong on that, but I, I'm that pretty sure most... you. Yep. It's how much all delay of the of rodeo? Right? So. How much of the ten million dollars goes back into fines? You get hung up. It's quite a bit. And they do pretty good that week. What so? What's the biggest craziest one you've seen yet? Uh, actually, it was Cody Ole. He got uh, I can't remember how much, but it was quite a bit. He pushed a guy in the back alley or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it was real. <laughs> it was not friendly. It was, it was not, not a joking. friendly deal. Yeah, um, but he pushed a guy, and it was a big, like ten grand. I want to. Th- I think it was seventy five hundred or ten grand or something. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Um. Okay, so highlights. So highlights is win in Canada the third time. Um, Man, uh, um, one that's eluded you too is Calgary. You have won Calgary, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think that you should have won it two or three times by now, but you haven't got I that. You, I, I only ever for the big check on no, the home. I, I actually <laughs> only ever made the short round twice. Like in the one year, just just hes- I had Shadow Warrior and just hesitated, and that's just my own fault. Been on that horse quite a few times, and I just fucked up and yeah. hit the dirt right there. Uh, mm. Then trailed us a second time, and Richie, I think it was 92, and Richie was 92 and a half on Virgil, and, and yeah. uh, that, <laughs> he beat me at Pinocchio the week prior, and he beat me at Calgary on that sucker, <laughs> I remember, I remember that year, because I, I was in Pinocchio with you, with you, I think. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and I took Calgary's two best horses against him, just couldn't, just you know, that white horse, it. he's tough to beat, and he's got yeah. the reputation, right? Yeah, so. yeah for sure. Um, and he was probably last. No, I was last, actually. Oh, really? And you yeah, didn't quite get enough? Uh, yeah, just a huh. half point shy, but he... Uh, Damn. No. So did you win the 25 at least, though? At uh, Calgary, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay, consolation. Um, highlight, actually, one of the best highlights I've ever had, or like, it was a goal I always had from day one, was to hold the arena record at the CFR. Oh, yeah, oh. okay. And, I like that. And finally accomplishing that was... An, and it was funny, because ba- Kyle Bowers held it in my first year there in 2010. Like, no one thought I'd probably... They probably thought I'd ride three head. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think I won second or third in the average that week. Like it was yeah. just, awesome. it was just weird. But, um, but Kyle, he kept, he's like, you're the little son of a bitch that will do it. 
and it took me 10 years, but finally did it, or nine years, finally <laughs> That'd be did cool it, feeling. Yeah. And yeah, that was, was, was cool. that uh, Edmonton or Red Deer? Red Deer, yes. And so he held, he held the record in, in Edmonton, yeah. And you had it on, uh, was it not Virgil too? Virgil, yeah. And were you 91? 90 and a quarter. 90 nice. and a quarter. Yeah. By a quarter point. <laughs> By a quarter nice. point. And he got, yeah. it on, yeah. he got it on Coconut in uh, 2003 in the yep. afternoon at Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was 90 points. The yeah. fourth perf, right? Yeah. 90. Yeah, I don't know what round it was. Yeah, but I think it was afternoon perf, like like afternoon on Saturday. He won Canada that year, I think. Anyways. Yeah, so, yeah, that's cool. it was. I th- I'm pretty sure I'd bet money on it being all three and an afternoon perf. I'd have to uh, look it back. was all three Saturday You're afternoon. Right. Yep. Yeah, pretty sure. Yep. So ninety and a, ninety and a quarter on Virgil, and, so that was went, a, and yours was Saturday night or Sunday? No, the first round. So it oh been, Wednesday uh, or not or the first, Tuesday. second round? Yeah. So Wednesday and Wednesday. Red Deer. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, right but I don't know that one. CFR that's record one that always just, That one's in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. one's always one that stood out. That's hmm. something I've always been after, and and finally got it. And I think oh. it was just a little bit of, you know, rivalry, I guess, between. Oh and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just one of those yeah. things, right? It's like funny that he said it too. Like you're going to be the fucker to beat me, and then you do yep. it. Yeah, yeah, by a quarter point. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it's huh. pretty cool. And um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't even think about much of them things anymore. Uh, you know, yeah. once I once you get a family and stuff like that, like that's my number one priority. Those are the oh, best yeah. things in my life. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's what I work towards these days. So, oh, yeah. how, how good did your first Canadian title feel after? Like, it was a long road to get to that point. Like all the injuries and battling back, and like almost time lost. Like how like you accomplished those two big goals in the same year. Like how good of a feeling was that? It was good. Uh, it's uh, in 2013 after I won Pinocchio. I, I I like that's when. I was like, "Hey, I got this. Mm. Like, this is this is mine. I'm finally gonna get this sucker." Um, and then go to Calgary, and horse falls down, and I tear my his uh, UCL ligament out of my forearm. So mm. I was like, "You know, there we go <laughs> come again." Come on, another yeah. few months off, and and I actually didn't come back till right at the CFR. Um, Matt Late won it that year. Yeah, thirteen. That was his, um, his yeah. lone title. Yeah, and um, and he and went on a white horse too. Mucho. Yeah. Yeah, right, on Sunday. Mucho, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Bowers like pretty much had a ride off. Right? 88 yeah. was and he beat him by a point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right there. Like they or were like 89. within a few bucks, I think, coming yeah, in there. Yeah. Like, That's really cool. tight. And like yeah. finished within a few bucks too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tight race. So yeah, Bowers had special delivery and yeah. in my it, yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool ride off. Yeah, it could have uh, oh, yeah. it wasn't a ride off, I guess, but But it, essentially it was. It was yeah. the last round it came down to that and it was yeah, like they were so close, so yeah. Huh. Um but yeah, that until uh, when I got up there, like it, I won a couple rounds, but I just, I just uh, wasn't quite into them guys. You're far two, behind, yeah, yeah, them two, uh, they had it in their mind. Well, I just bought one season leader still, and hmm. I didn't get on from Pinoca on. Like oh, wow. Bowers Holy. beat me by about three thousand bucks, uh, so I Jeez. still come in second. Like it just, <laughs> and you didn't go to go to Armstrong or like anything. The second yeah, Pinoca's the last one, so actually Dang. I got an exemption to get to the finals. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was the yeah. same year that uh, Bestball got his exemption. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so. it was because he won it that year. The exemption. Yeah. In 13, 13, he won 11 yeah. 13. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Huh. Shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And then, and then finally, uh, once 14 rolled around, I was like, you, like you're not going to touch me. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is okay, you enough pissing around. This is, this is it. And yeah. What about the year Seth won? I thought you had that one wrapped up and then he fucking won. Uh, it. I slapped Virgil in round five. That, oh, okay, uh, that's right. That one cost me. Sting a little bit. Yeah, that one hurt a little bit. Yeah. That one cost you the fourth, though. Yeah, hmm. lost by seven hundred bucks. Yeah, Damn. so it come down to Sunday too. I had to win the round, and Seth couldn't. He had to win third or less. Yeah, and he won second. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, Son of a bitch. And yeah. you won the round still, but yeah. he won second. 
Hmm. Yeah, so it was 710 bucks or something like that. But and he only wrote, got five or six. He had six, probably. Yeah, I had a pretty good lead huh. coming in. So, you know yeah. what? Like, and, like, Seth just kicked our ass that week. It was just one yeah. of them. It's like... How it goes sometimes. Um, in 2012, like, Dust in the Valley coming with a pretty good lead, and, and this freaking wild little redhead from Wyoming showed up there named J.R. <laughs> and just jumped on, won the first three rounds. Yeah. And didn't give... Kicked ass. A shit, yeah. yeah. And uh, whooped our ass bad. That's and, awesome. And, uh, huh. yeah, junior. And then he went on to Vegas and did the same thing. Like, he just yeah. killed it down didn't, there. Did right? he, he didn't win the world that year, but he we won, like, he was way up there. He, he was, was pretty high, three. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about some of the highlights. How about some of the lowlights? Was one of the was one of the shitty ones had to be Vegas when you're winning the average and get you know taken that's out. the one that always stands out yeah, yeah like yeah. Uh, that's the one that hurt me the most I uh, after um, not winning Canada that year in seventeen I actually like I was I was just pretty pissed off myself and and mm-hmm. I, and honestly like I I didn't work at it that year going into the CFR like I pissed off and went hunting all fall and gathering <laughs> cows and I just I just didn't uh, put the effort in and, and it showed it yeah. Uh, Won a couple rounds, but that was it. Um, um, but yeah, going into Vegas there, like I honestly, like I think I got home. We got home Monday. I went to the gym Tuesday morning. We had three weeks until we had to leave for Vegas, and I think I missed one day in the gym. That whole I just was killing myself. I was just I was so pissed off. Like I was just <laughs> huh. like, but then I I built this 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 uh, this mindset around myself. I was like, when I got down to Vegas, you know, you're the beat trying to beat the top fifteen guys in the world and in my eyes and it's it not sound cocky or anything but like in my eyes they didn't hold a candle to me i was like i can kick your ass and i'm gonna kick your ass all week and i'm oh, gonna yeah. come out of here and i'm gonna win this average and jumped out won the first round exactly how i visioned it everything and mm-hmm. it just it just went from there and then that that happened and it just uh huh. and i'm a big believer if that didn't happen i, I would have won that average like I, i've never had a I've never had a drive like that in my actually my whole life. Like it yeah. was, it was pretty cool week. Yeah, and you had the you had the work you put in back to back it up too. Like I think like it's easy to go into a week like that with that mindset, but you like put the work in and like came into it with like yeah. yeah I was I'm, just I'm, in a, you know in three weeks it, it's not a you know it's not like it was three months or six yeah. months, but it just it was just one of them deals. You I was just like busted your ass. Yeah, it, but it was just getting the mindset wrapped around there finally, and you know I needed that kick in the ass. Like I needed mm-hmm. that, uh, I needed that boost, and I needed that loss. Yeah, you yeah. um, know, and you watch like them UFC fighters, like George St. Pierre, like when he lost to Sierra that time or whatever yeah, and lost yeah. his belt, he never lost again, right? Like that's just. Do you do you think that going to the last rodeos though put you at a disadvantage to hang on and and be tough for the ten rounds at the at the finals? No, you, I no. always went in there thinking I could, like, could hang with any of them. Yeah, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. It, um, like I said, I was always so excited to get down there, and it, you know, Vegas yeah. just pays so much, and. Mm-hmm. uh I just couldn't wait to go down there and fill my pocket. Like that, that honestly was my my idea going into Vegas. Yeah. Like, I'm going to enjoy this 10 day or 14 days, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I remember the first year, like, got down there and you're just, I hadn't been to Vegas in quite a while. I'd only been there once before, actually. And, uh, like, we partied. Like, I partied <laughs> for three days. And then, and then, uh, um, when Sarah showed up there, I'm like, I'm done. Like, take me home. Like, I can't even, I don't even, I, we haven't even been on one yet. And I'm like, I'm, I'm toast. Like, get me the hell out of here. At least here, you know? got it done beforehand. Yeah. You ride out fish. Yeah. Then you go to bed. Like, because you guys stay at the, uh, you were Monte Carlo for a few we're years. We were Monte Carlo there that year, yeah. First yeah. couple times, yeah. And then uh, we're to New York, New York. But, um, but yeah, you know, Vegas, but it's like, you just, well, I, it's obviously the auction. They pump in all those hotels and stuff. Oh, like, you're yeah. awake, oh, you know. Yeah. And you're when you sleep, you sleep hard, but you're up and at them. And, 
And then your your party crowd leaves, and you're like, finally, you know, all the friends the are gone, batch. and the next <laughs> yeah. batch rolls in, and you're just like, and all they do is oh, yeah. hit you up the whole time and <laughs> yeah. want to go, and, yeah. and you know, and you're there for a good time, right? Yeah, so you earn, you earn you that live part once, of it so. too, right? Yeah. Which year was it that you and I went to the gym for a bunch before the finals? Was that 15, 14, 16? I forget what year it was, but you and I went to the gym with Mark there a bunch for for like a uh, month or two, like a couple months. 15, I think, yeah. 15? Yeah, I missed the finals that year by yeah, about four or five thousand. That was my own obviously my own fault. I just um yeah. Just didn't really want to be rodeoing honestly that time and it, yeah. it was hard. But same thing though. Once I missed that finals, that was a kick in the ass I need and and needed and uh went on, on the CFR and, and had a hell of a CFR and then actually had and that won the final. Out. Won it. Uh the yeah, won the year in and Bennett won the average. Yeah. yeah. But you still won Canada. Yeah. But but they had the cinch finals, like the in grassroots Vegas, yeah. finals. Or the no the Boyd shootout you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where you rode Virgil for ninety four. Yeah, and that I went down year. there and I was just I was like, You're an idiot, you should be in that other arena. Like yeah. there's no excuse for yourself. And you were like seventeenth, right? Way to motivate yeah. yourself. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I went yeah. there and forty percented it and I was like, yeah. Frick, I told and you, you guys, won, like, like I should grand. be in that other arena. <laughs> yeah. You know, but sometimes you just need that. Yeah, I guess for sure. I don't think I have anything else, Wacey. I'm just gonna man. look look here quick, but yeah. Um, if you got anything else, no, this has been awesome, man. It's it's so nice to to sit down with somebody and have a, For sure. have a real no. conversation of bullshit. It's, oh, it's great. How's your head doing? As oh, a bareback rider, being like, you you guys hit your head more than a lot of guys, really. For sure. um, um, some of it comes with the whip, like kind of when you're getting kick back a bit but like how's that going I'm, I'm curious about that uh for myself it's going good i uh i'll be honest with you i've had a couple scares like where i or i thought it was you know going to be worse than it wasn't and yeah. uh um no good uh it's just being aware of it i guess and and uh, trying to prevent it i've known the last few years i've changed my neck rolls around and stuff and actually that was an know, issue for a while you had to change it because that was a problem too that was a problem yeah um and then actually when I hurt my knee, actually I, I hit my head really hard too at the same time when I did that my knee. That night, yeah. And that was, um, that was something I never did um, bring out, I guess. I didn't, I didn't know um, too much about it. But it, uh, yeah, one of them things. But with the head deal, though, it, it um, bareback riding is rough on guys. And it's, uh, I don't know, you see guys now, and I can see guys. And having some old buddies that have retired, I can see the consequence of it of, yeah. of con concussion syndrome or whatever but um i see guys now and they get off and you can just tell they're they're not there right and they're mm -hmm. but they're not aware of you ask them they're like oh i'm fine and i like yeah you, you kind of want to go over there and tell them and show them like no this you're is not, not right like yeah. this is uh hmm. yeah but well, you know conversations change so much over the for sure past few years too, um right? but hats off to the sports med team you know what brandon tommy and them guys are doing like i wish you know it was 10 years ago <laughs> i i think from yeah. here on out with what they're doing with this um you know, the sports academy and everybody that things are doing like that. Um, it's going to help our sport a lot and you're going to see a lot more longevity and especially the probably more, probably more, uh, um, seasons like yours where, where people go to less and, and do more at the mm. ones they go to. Yeah. Think, and, and, but yeah. just in the proper help too, from there. Right. And, and they're going to be able yeah. to pick up on the things too. We're, oh, yeah. we're, uh, in the past, like I remember, you know, younger when you got knocked out or something and, and, uh, you go to the doctor and you, you, Okay, take two weeks off and you're yeah. good. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going again next sense. week. Like, it just it's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so we got I one have, more. I have, I have okay. I have two. One more before the last one. We one got. More. What do we got? How long? Three minutes. Okay. Well, how much money have you spent on straw hats in your in over your <laughs> lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, by the end of the year, I kind of <laughs> always, I always used to tease Stephen Dent. He'd just wear the god awful yeah. like wild horse racing straw hat, and he's like, <laughs> he's like you know what these Wait, things he is cost? The son and of I, a wild horse I said, racer, uh, he's a world champ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. You spend quite a bit. I'd probably That's go through four or five a year, but I remember one time I got one made from Vern Elliott and it, it cost a little bit of straw hat, but he put the whole band in everything. Yeah, yeah. I picked it up on the way to Red Bluff, go down to Red smash Bluff. It. It yeah. Smashed it. Smashed his shit out of it. Drew a horse, oh, had man. a big knot in its tail and just smashed oh, that hat. And I actually got off and I threw it in the dumpster right there when he left the rodeo. Like, one, $200 one for one ride. One ride. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's so much more we could talk about. Yeah, I always we can do like we do, do like this. seven shows. Yeah. But okay, man, this, up, this, has been, this has been great, man. Thanks for taking the time again. Like I said, it's thanks been for nice. having us. Yeah, it's no been worries. Nice, yeah, thank you. Guys. Have a conversation. A yeah. bullshit. We've been really longing for that. But same question we ask all of our guests: What is your definition of cowboy shit? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been thinking about this, uh, you know, and you guys have probably heard everything, but uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's there's lots of shit, I guess. But these days, and it's not as common as it used to be, but. Um, um, Keeping a promise with a handshake, like like when you shake somebody's hand, you mean it. It's uh, and if it's on a it's on a deal, it's on a business venture, whatever. Keeping your word to it, mm-hmm. uh, that's being a cowboy. Yeah, I like that's it. That's good. Yeah, it's sweet. That's what's we haven't heard that one yet. No, it's a new that's one. Good. I that's like good. It. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for the time, Jake. Thanks you for bet. doing this. It was awesome. Thanks, Thank Wacy. Okay. Thanks for having thanks, us. Okay, appreciate it. Check it out. Uh, can they find your uh, the V3 Bison online? Or they got to call you or text no, you? How do no, they get the Bison? No, she just, yeah, yeah. Look me up guy. on Instagram, I guess, and shoot me a message. Okay, so. look Jake up and get, it, get the V3 Bison. Get your uh, Bison. Get your Fish of the Prairies. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks again, Jake. This is episode 92, Cowboy Shit. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't stop going, going south. Because I'll let you play music. Real damn loud, don't stop heading, heading south Cause they won't understand the words that are pouring from your mouth Welcome back, this is episode 92 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. I'm Ted, he's Wacy. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening folks Thanks for Jake Volt for being on the show too That was Man, uh, what a fun interview We say that kind of every time, but but I, Jake I, th- I think that's a good thing though. We walk away from most of our interviews, and be like, "Oh man, that was such a fun interview." And people <laughs> probably stick up hearing us say that, but it's such a cool thing to be able to like have those conversations and be and be pumped about a show coming up. You know, we were messaging offline today um, before we we're talking with Sean just how how good of an interview it was. So he said it was his top seven. I was I was impressed by that. Yeah, we were we were so. we were we were kind of what would you what do you say? Wait, so you were a little bit. Uh, confused by the top seven number it's a kind of like it's just a random right. whenever someone, someone says a top something is ever a top seven she's like top three or top five <laughs> yeah that's my top 17 shows for sure i definitely falls in somewhere in my top 23 <laughs> <laughs> but so that, that was, was good. a good that was worth a laugh sean thanks for that yeah that's good stuff so okay i think as long as we can keep walking away from interviews i feeling that we're gonna that's be true. doing okay and if we don't, we don't, we don't air it. Some, maybe. Yeah. Something's gonna, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good indicator being like, we're going to need to redo this one. going to like that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got some, uh, you know who I called today? We'll see what happens, but I called tough Hedeman. So Cody nice. Snyder gave me his phone Hooked number. We, yeah. Cody and I talked after doing the show. I was like, Cody, I've always wanted to do a show at tough and haven't uh, got a, you know, I don't know how to go to hold of him. I didn't know even who to connect, but I remember Cody said something and I was like, Cody, would you, would you uh, be up for like connecting with him and saying, you know, Hey, these guys want to talk to you. And, and, and so Cody uh, talked to tough and 
and tough said to call him. So I, I gave him a call today. I went right to voicemail. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, left him a message. I left him a message. I don't know if he was flying or what was going on, but I left a message. Hope he calls us back. We'll see. Could be a Kobe we'll in our corner later. to help the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll update after that. But uh, yeah, kind of excited about that. But thanks again to Jake. That was, uh, I really enjoyed it. A lot of cool stories and just a, just a fun chat. We kind of, uh, Jake and I kind of talked and I didn't know where he was at with, with everything just, you know, moving forward, right? Like he's happy being home and, mm. and uh, you know, he could have been a world champion at some points, I think, and he rode well enough. Um, but I think the only detriment was just not going enough. And I don't know if he really cared to really be a world, you know, I think, like, I don't want to say, I don't know if he wanted to be a world champion, but I think he, if he wanted, he had his pre, he had his process and if yeah. it, if he didn't yeah. need to go outside of that for him to be successful. Uh, yeah. I think he was still, I guess that's a good way to put it. Wasey. He, I think Jake was as successful as he wanted to be in the bareback riding world. And, and I think whatever he wants to do, he could do it. And Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's tough to, uh, it's tough when a guy goes to way more rodeos when the like when, when a guy goes to 50 more or double the rodeos to like catch mm. up to him. So I, I find that tougher. Like if you're going to actually get the guy that rides the best maybe, but it's tough. Cause that's part of the system. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say on that, but, I, but I, uh, I applaud Jake for his career and uh, you know, wish him the best with his uh, last few years of competing really. Cause it's, you know, he's, like we talked about the, twi- the twilight years on the twilight, back nine, yeah. the back nine. Yeah, exactly. The back nine. <laughs> um, so what else? I, I want to ask, I want to ask one thing before. Do you yeah. think that there's going to be some guys who have that feeling of, you know what? I'm just happy, happy at home. And when things start rolling again, that a lot of guys are just going to be like, eh, you know what? Yeah. hundred percent. There'll be a lot of people that don't go as much. I, I think, I think that's mm-hmm. totally what'll happen first for some folks. And, and I, like Jake didn't say it, we didn't ask him if he was done, but he said he feels mm-hmm. great. So I think he's coming back, but but with some of the comments he made on being happy, being home and whatnot, I think he's probably going to be happy staying mostly in Canada. Mm-hmm. And although he said, once he gets going, he might, you know, go get some qualifications and go back to the States because he's got to kind of start from scratch again to get in. But, and I mean, for him, too. like a guy, so, like his time off, like to heal some of those injuries, like yeah. it's probably the first time he's been like actually healthy in quite since, a while. He was a, since he was a young guy. So well, that was even the same as that can do even the same with like Brock and Lonnie, I saw both of those guys took like six months off and now they're going to go get back after it. But they, you know, going hard the last five, 10 years, it probably just needed a real reset. There's, there's a lot of value in up. that. Yeah. That's there's right, a lot of yeah. value in that to act. Cause you're always, and like everybody knows and like, you know, and I know like you're always getting on when you're sore or like something's oh, bothering. Yeah. yeah. And you're always pushing that limit and to actually have some time to properly heal and properly take care of yourself and get prepared. I think, yeah, it's there's a lot of value in that for some of these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even like a guy like Lonnie's a good example. Like he'd been banged up the last couple of years and and even like Coy Robbins and those guys, like it's been oh, yeah. tough, tough on them. So I mean having this time to dial it in, I think you're gonna see kind of like a combination in some of them. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that leads right into some uh, some of these events coming back. The phone's been ringing a little bit lately and we've kind of had a few things. Uh you're gonna go up to TP Creek as one first mm-hmm. week of the Calgary Stampede. I'm excited for you to go check that rodeo out. I'm disappointed. I'm going to miss it. Uh, I haven't competed at a couple rodeo. days in the wild. Yeah. Since yeah, a couple of days, you're not, not the full four day, four days in the wild, but you'll get a bit of the experience. I don't think I can handle four days in the wild anymore. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting too old, man. Oh, Went to a man. wedding this weekend and then my calves are sore from dancing. <laughs> the, uh, so that's some adventure coming back though. We're going to Tanner Burns house, uh, already on the 10th and 11th of June. So like next week, 
This shows out on the second. So yeah, the next week where we're already up to PA, make a trip of uh, Sask next week and uh, see a few folks. But then uh, what else? Then we've got Clooney coming up July 2nd and 3rd with Slim, Slimothy. What else? Grey Eagle. Yeah, Grey Eagle is going to be uh, sometime later in the year. It's not uh, not the start of July, it looks like now. going to be later on, apparently. It's postponed mm-hmm. on the uh, on the list. But when we get some news, we'll do that. we got a tentative schedule for the uh, PBR, the Canada Cup Series. That's coming out at some point. Uh, I don't know when it will get released, but uh, it'll be cool to see uh, those events back. We're excited for that. We'll have a busy... Uh, fall run it looks like but uh yeah just glad to hear the phone ringing again and, and got a few mm-hmm. things one one i'm looking forward to this year is uh get to go check out lee park i gotta go cover for sean th- there one day i haven't been there yet i've always That's heard fun about rodeo, it man Heck yeah i've rodeo. never been yeah so uh i think i'm gonna go help sean set up the day before and uh and then go up and cover for him and uh when he's in czar that one night and yeah just uh just check it out good and then another one that's new for us is uh strathmore on the on the audio side of things too so that'll be a fun, uh, nice. fun one to get to. And yeah, I don't know what else. Thanks man. for having it, man. It's yeah, awesome. I'm it's good to see. Happy. It's uh, we hit the, the phase two threshold too over the weekend for like vaccination. So, oh yeah. Right um, on. yeah. Things sounds like June 10th. We'll have another stage open and heck yeah. Hopefully good, the numbers so. keep going the right yeah, way. Get the, back to the, it. the vaccines are working, man. I don't care what anybody says. Like science, the numbers are going. Yeah. Science is science prevailing working. Once again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> eh? You don't say. Really? Science. Science. Those, science, those scientists, they're really onto something. Maybe. Speaking of science, that's a good segue into animal our, this fights. week's animal fights with Ted <laughs> Nwesey. Scientifically. This has become a fan favorite sex, sex uh, segment. Scientifically, do you think a uh, scientifically who would win between a wolverine and a hyena? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> right. One singular know. hyena, yeah, versus one singular singular wolverine. Man, I think that's a shit. tough one, eh? Shit. Hyenas are greasy, <laughs> man. And so are wolverines. I would, would it depend who? Uh, do you think it would depend who was hungrier? Mm. I don't know, man. I There's think... an article I just oh. looked it up striped hyena versus wolverine on carnivora. What does it say? Uh, who wins? I think... Oh, wow, interesting. Be don't surprising. say it. Don't say it. You, I'm not going to say it. Man, I don't know, dude. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Wolverine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Just because, just for this, and I know the hyena is probably a bit bigger, but like as soon as the Wolverine gets in tight on the hyena, the hyena is fucked. Yeah. You know? Oh. Like that, the, 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 the Wolverine go right for the jugular, getting in tight. But what about the... And they have claws. They have claws. So, and they're quick, but it'd be like quick little bastards. So, because hmm. the hyena, hy- the thing of the hyena is used to being in a pack probably, and they're scav- more scavengery. Hmm. Whereas I feel like a wolverine's a bit more got that killer instinct. Yeah, I feel like the wolverine. Wolverine's kind of like, like hyena's kind of like a little bitch. Yeah, and the and the wolverine wolverine's like a badass. Like I will eat this guy. Yeah, it's got they got that Just killer that killer instinct. Yeah, like, I think I the eat Wolverine pieces of shit though. like you for breakfast. That's what that's what the Wolverine <laughs> would say. It'd be more like the other way around because I use a bunch of scavengers that I'd be like chirping and I'd be like I piece, eat pieces like shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> we'll be like you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, so uh, so this uh, carnivora.net, 
the vote so far, there's only been, there's only been 18 votes, but 15 people think the hyena would win. But I don't yeah, know if they ever come up hyena. close to a Wolverine. I don't know. Um, All right, I mean, I don't know. We'll leave it out to the people. Tell us what you think. I think yeah. we, I, I think Wolverine wins that fight easily. Um, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though. I think it's still, I think it's a Wolverine, too. I think people voting on this are, I think it's Bush League. Maybe I never, obviously never encountered a Wolverine in the wild. Yeah, I haven't either, but... <laughs> Yeah, neither am I. That's the fair. adult wolverine is about the size of a medium dog. Mm, so Usually like, ranging from, from 26 to 42 inches, weight of uh, 12 to 55 pounds. Exceptionally large males can weigh up to 71 pounds. Mm. Mm. However, the Wolverine Foundation claimed the largest wild wolverine they have verified is 45 pounds. And the hyena, ooh, ooh, this might be tough, Basie. Adult weight can range from... 49 to 120 pounds averaging at about 77. So the Wolverine's punching up on his weight class, a little bit higher weight class, a little tough. Mm, but I, but I think it's like, yeah, I think I'm with you though. Still in the Wolverine. I think he's going to be a mean bastard, mm-hmm. sharp little teeth on him, sharp paws. He's stocky. Yeah. They're quick bastards too. And I mean, not, it's not saying a hyena isn't quick, but I just think as soon as it gets to be an in tight fight, Wolverine wins. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay. Well, let us know what you guys think. Give it a, uh, give it a little pon- ponder it, you know, ponder that question. Think it over. What you think. think it over. Animal fights. And we'll be back. Uh, get, hit us up on Twitter at Wacy Anderson at Ted Stoven. Give us a uh, shout with at your Cowboy Shit Official. I think um, is there. Is there? Yeah. Maybe it's just Cowboy Shit, whatever our Twitter handle is. Yeah, it's at Cowboy S H underscore T. That's the best mm-hmm. I could do. They wouldn't allow profanity in my name in the name of the of the thing. Watch the ah, profanities. Also check out Cowboy Shit on TikTok. Wacy's recently taken over. Cowboy Shit. Oh TikTok. god, yeah, I gotta get back on. I'm getting back on the horse for the people. <laughs> Stay tuned. I've been planning out Stay some tuned. stuff. Stay tuned. Follow the TikTok. It'll be some check stuff will be happening there very soon. We should put up um, a poll about this animal fight too, probably on Twitter, eh? Or the gram. Twitter, or, yeah, Instagram story. Also, okay. don't forget to grab your cowboy shit. Yeah, Got a lot of new stuff shit. out for summer. Cowboyshit.ca. Not a lot of movement on the Nakem yet, Wacy. I don't know. The, the tribe is not. Hometown's uh, really not down. Long. Even the Saskies. Just come on. Yeah. Buy a cool hat. I thought it was neat. But anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Again, this has been Cowboy Shit. Ted and Wacy, we'll see you again in a couple weeks. I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride. With sword and pistol by my side. A young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide See, I did a bite. I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico. I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow. And when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed. But I'm living still. I was a damn builder. Across the river deep and wide 
Where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound But I'm still around I'll always be around 